Hey guys, 30 and Still Gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free. Whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. And welcome back to another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Sorry for that little delay. My son just came in. He's feeling bad, feeling sick, so he came in to say hi, so there's a little little abrupt moment there. <clears throat> Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Join me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. How's it going, bro? Why didn't you tell me my camera was so messed up? Uh, it, it wasn't before that's good now yeah so uh yeah so lots that goes on since last week uh blizzcon happened and i have to say blizzcon wasn't a total screw up of the the thing but that's just the the surface level of what we saw of blizzcon that's just one of the news stories that we're going over uh on today's show the other stories that we're going to cover on today's show we have we're going to cover Marvel Avengers game. They came out with a pro, um, a video last week. I showed it on my on my uh, stream on Friday again two days ago. Um, we're going to go over that again today. So we're going to talk about Marvel Avengers game. We're going to talk about changes in YouTube about making money and how they're going to demonetize up to ninety percent of the people's uh, money coming into YouTube. Uh, we're also going to talk about China, China, as uh, as our president says here in the United States, China. Uh, <clears throat> cracking down on the online gaming, uh, you know, for so children. for for children because of of addiction. Uh, we're gonna talk about Sony. We're gonna talk about BlizzCon. We got a little bit of uh, Star Wars news. Uh, we talk about Red Dead Redemption, Disney Plus. Uh, real quick, I want to let you people know about this story that just broke about a couple hours ago. Um, an ex employee, an ex antivirus employee, stole data for 68,000 customers and sold it to scammers. And the reason I'm telling you this is, okay, it's called Trend Micro, and it issued an apology to a former employee who, while working at the firm, improperly accessed data with a clear criminal intent. An An unnamed individual later sold that data to scammers who have been calling consumers under a um, disguise of being support agents of an antivirus firm. This is the reason I'm telling you, okay? Uh, 
Open investigation has confirmed that it's not as an external hack, but rather than more malicious internal sources engaged. Okay, so if you get contacted by Trend Micro in, in an email or anything of the sort of an antivirus software, do not open it. Do not call back. Do not do anything. Let them uh, just go away. So, yeah, that is it. I just wanted a, more of a public service announcement for people out there. Your identity might have been sold to a bunch of scammers. Congratulations. Well, let's, let's be honest. You, you he, might be a winner. Left, right. He he left work a disgruntled worker and then sold off the number. Or they do that normally on a normal work week where they just right. sell people's numbers to scammers. I mean, right. that's that's what they do anyway. So, so that's what we're covering on the show. Besides that public service announcement, uh, of, of course – Plenty of ranting going on with the, with all this stuff. Oh, and yes, we're going to be talking about Destiny. Uh, they did do the update today for the Pinnacle Weapons and such. So let's get started um, by the first article that I want to talk about. Is we're going to bring up? Should we start with Marvels? No, we'll start with YouTube. We'll start with the YouTube controversy here. So YouTube, okay, is uh, under fire again. They're doing this, and nobody except the Quarterling. The Quarterling is talking about this. If you don't know Jeremy from the Quarterling, go subscribe to him. Great news. He does, um, you know, games. He does uh, 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 anything related to pop games. culture. Game he knows. does a bunch yeah. of stuff. Uh, covers the industry news and stuff like that. It's great. Support it. Um, he's a, a separate news source. He's got his own own website, own writers, and stuff like that. So, YouTube. This is coming from uh, Money Check. Okay, Money Check says, "How much time do you spend watching YouTube every day?" Wouldn't it be great if you could be a creator making money and upload videos to the platform? YouTubers' first ever upload was on April 23rd of 2015, titled Me, and, Me at the Zoo. Okay, some 13 years later. Great. The significant audience and the internet marketer who love to get involved with the capturing the view, viewership of the clients, YouTube has almost uh, as many monthly users as Facebook, making it the second largest social platform online. Many users watch videos without registering an official Google account making it unofficial viewership numbers for the platform even higher. According to 2018, the study showed that almost 90% of American Internet users ages between 18 and 44 access YouTube at least once a month. And in a shocking revelation, the same study also notes that 51% of the senior Internet users over 75 years old use YouTube. Okay. Um, wait, is this the right thing? Where is it? I think this is the wrong story. This is the wrong story. Motherfucker. That would help. I got to find that one. Anyway, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is off the off the off the top of my off the top of my head. So the quarterly reported. Okay, he doesn't have the actual description in his in his YouTube channel uh, because it, it gets demonetized if you have links to other things. So he can't put the actual thing in the actual uh, description. So starting in January, okay, there are going to be a checkbox mark that you have to mark on your YouTube profile, right, for any new videos. Going forward, yeah. Hold on. Any new videos going forward? Okay, if they're kid friendly or not. Okay, if they're kid friendly, then they'll put advertisers and stuff and such on there. If they're not kid friendly, then you cannot get monetized. Basically, they'll they'll be monetized, but it it will be a smaller narrow pool. window of pool to find your video if it doesn't have that checkbox mark. Now, what what clarifies? Kid friendly and not kid friendly, right? Like whatever they feel like. Exactly. They don't tell you that description of what it is. So if you're a YouTube content creator, now Jeremy from the Quarterly, he has over a thousand videos, okay, that he's done in the previous years. He has to go back 
manually, okay, manually, and check every single video if it's the criteria, if it's kid-friendly or not, okay? Again, they don't know, okay? It's the quartering, quartering, right? It's if if it's if it's a uh, what's it called? If it's uh, available for the for the kids or not? Okay. If they don't market, and YouTube comes across your video and they find it that it's not kid friendly and it's been marked as kid friendly, okay, you can get up a fine. I forget what the the price was. Was it like up, up to forty two grand? Forty two grand. Up to forty two grand per video. Per video, right? So. I think the only person that's going to be making content on YouTube is uh, what's that little kid, that little boy's name, Ryan, uh, that that opens boxes for kids. I forget. Well, I, I'm afraid for him too. I'm afraid for him that if, if he if he does a video about unboxing, but there's a little bit of adult thing in there, then this poor the pork unopening box kid, so they get fined forty two grand for the wrong video. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to find. It's it's, it's another it's another. Uh, hiccup in the place of youtube's broken policies i think something else might be something else is going on at youtube at the moment i think they're just trying to corral or lessen the number of people on the channel so they can they can basically consolidate what they're trying to do right i can't i can't find this video does does he actually say what uh who it's from in his video uh he does but it's I watched it earlier uh, earlier in the week. I really want to I want to really I want to quote it. Maybe I could just pull up his video real fast and then uh, mute it. There it is. Next. There's a, there's a lot of lot of lot of shady stuff going on right now between all the platforms. Well, what do you what are you supposed to do as a person that? I mean, basically, here here's the way I look at it, right? It's it's, it's it's just another, it's another hoop to jump through. That's all it is. It, it, they're 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 slowly they're slowly trying to uh, lessen the pool of people that are willing to go through and jump through the hoops in order to stay on their platform. It's probably uh, something probably came up earlier in the year. There was another story about this, about how YouTube monetizes and the uh, advertisers were starting to pull out because they couldn't prove. If their ads were actually running, where they were running, whose uh, who's, um, uh, creators that they were attached to, and then uh, actual advertisers were complaining that their ads were running on people's video on, on people's uh, cr uh, creations that they didn't want or was against their beliefs or whatever. There's a lot of there was a lot of advertisement crap going on throughout the year. Okay, I found already. It. So this is just another another hoop to jump through. Okay, so I found it. So the uh, right here it says uh, the exact definition of kid directed is entirely based on the discretion of the FTC and determined by the evaluation of giving the video against the 10 factors, including the subject matter of the site and service, um, the video visual content, the video's animated characters or child child oriented activities, incentives, music or other audio content in the video, age of models featured in the video. Persistence of children celebrating or celebrities who appeal to children in videos, language to other characteristics of the website of online service, and whether the advertising prom promoting appearing on the website is online service and directed as children. I can tell you right now, Generation X Gaming is not for children, and it will never check any of those boxes, so I'm okay because no one's watching these videos 
anyway on YouTube except for like 40 people. Okay, that's about the narrow-minded thing that all these people that have made these YouTube videos will have now, right? They'll have exactly about the same amount of viewership as I have because I have a whole bunch of links in my thing, and the algorithm doesn't like that, right? I curse on this show, fuck shit, fuck shit, right? <laughs> and then that gets demonetized, and that's not going to happen either, right? <clears throat> so what's more is the FTC wants to expand the above criteria also in compromise children's attractiveness, Okay. The content in which you would be more broadly included anything from children might be interested in. Consider anything from toy reviews, from anything from cartoon to animated programs, the draw of live videos, Minecraft, Let's Plays. The bottom line is to make content that is intended for teens or adults, but also contains elements from the FTC's list of 10 factors that appeal to kids under the age of 13. You're in danger of being demonetized starting beginning of the new year. Why does this personalized market make up so much of the creator's revenue? Um, that's what it does, right? So... They're taking, based on the initial testing, a video's non-running personal ads sees a loss in revenue somewhere between 60 and 90%. So if you're a YouTube content creator right now and you don't meet these criteria for the kid-friendly, you're automatically going to lose 60 to 90% of your revenue per video. Okay, so the video is given a channel could generate $100 in revenue or creator now right now as personalized ads running, categorizing the video as direct to children and therefore removing the personal ads would mean that the video revenue would drop to somewhere between $10 and $40. So if they make $100 now, they're now going to make $10 per video, right? So you're going to see a shit ton of people making videos and they're going to have to hit like thousands and thousands of views, right? And, and after they make 10 videos, they can make $100. Right. It's, 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 this is the next ad apocalypse is what they're calling this. This, this, is, this is crazy. Facing a loss at the large amount uh, might be enough to make some creators consider not checking the direct to children box, even right. if it makes videos for kids. But consequently, uh, the consequences are stiff, and the FTC decided an upload video for Kid Direct but sees the market as a kid directed. The creator could face a fine over $42,000 per video. That's ridiculous. Forty-two thousand. You know how many videos you would have to make if you only made a hundred dollars per video. That's, but that's, that's, that's it's called forcing you to check the box, is what that is. Right. That that this is it's called strong arming. That's basically what it is. That's basically what it is. So what's and, and the, the sad part is, is that they voted for this a, little, a while ago and nobody's covering it. Nobody. Right. Nobody's covering this. No, no actual news sources are covering it. If if he if he didn't if Jeremy didn't talk about it on his YouTube, he he's trying to get as many people to. to, to I share would it. I wouldn't have known about it. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is he's trying to get everyone to share. Everyone should watch the video and share it to whoever, you know, it really needs to be. Uh, it needs to get out there because this is a serious thing. You, you, you got two months. Two everybody, months. everybody on YouTube right now, whether you're whether you think you have a decent channel or not. You got two months right now to figure out what you're gonna do. Right now, YouTube is the Titanic, and the YouTube content creators are the people on the boat. Okay, and right now, only a few people know, right, that there's a hole in the boat. Right. Jack, right, and Kate Winslet's per, uh, character. Okay, <laughs> they're the only two people that know there's a hole in the boat. Okay, and they're trying to get off. Right, and so is the captain. Okay, but the captain can't get off the boat because. He's got to stay on the boat, right? It's just it's, so. It's, so this is what's happening. All the people watch. As soon as January first hits, boom! Titanic hits the iceberg. YouTube hits that iceberg. It just starts pouring out. People are like, "Why am I losing ninety percent of my revenue?" 
Uh, did question. you know about this rule that got changed and that you're going to get charged $42,000 because you're not checking that box when you upload that video? Yeah, here's here's my question. I know YouTube has been around for quite a while. I know they, they took a lot of time to, to build up this anarchy into a, a cohesive chaos. You know, it's taken them some time, but it was just a bunch of stuff, everyone doing whatever, and they were just selling ads. And then little by little over time, they kept trimming the fat and making a more uh, corporate business as opposed to just anarchy and chaos, right? Because that's what it was originally, because you could watch whatever you wanted. I could watch the craziest it ever, it's pornographic, whatever, uh, snuff film, whatever. And then YouTube kind of kept, kept trimming the fat, kept trimming the fat, and now it's more family friendly. I get that. My question is, after this goes through, how long before somebody else just says, hey, I'm just going to make up my own another YouTube? Like, I want to I want more freedom. It, it wouldn't matter. When, but but I think somebody else will just come up with another YouTube. No, no, because what it wouldn't matter because what's happening now is YouTube is successful because YouTube is the first of its kind doing it, right? And it just became a conglomerate because other people tried. Like Vimeo came out and other companies tried to come out. Hold on a second. And it's been the Wild West, okay, since 2005, right? 2005, YouTube launched, and it's been the Wild West ever since. Well, what happened but, to the Wild West? Lawmen came in, and then yeah. the government came in, and then they started – making rules for the wild west right you couldn't just rob banks and shoot someone dead in the street anymore you couldn't do whatever you wanted anymore no, and, no, that's I get it. and that's what's happening so if you're a person but that wants to come out with a new the restrictions are insane right who, what I'm saying who is, is this for but what i'm saying who is, is this for if a, someone else person comes out because youtube's implementing these rules this is just going to be copied and pasted into the next thing so if i 30 and still gaming come up with my own platform for video, which will cost millions of dollars, okay, billions of dollars to, uh, to, to get the infrastructure going, right? That I would have to follow the exact same rules from the start because now the rules are being implemented for the, what, what's happening here, right? Yeah, but these, are, these are YouTube's rules. These are not government rules. This is YouTube's these are rules. YouTube's rules. And if you come out with – I don't know. If you come out with another video platform service – I mean look at what's happening to Twitch right now. They're monetizing the shit out of it. With ads, ads every 15 minutes on certain people's channels, right? You, if you switch, my my thing now is if I click on somebody to watch on Twitch, I get a pre a preloaded ad, okay? And then I get that preloaded ad, and if I ever decide to switch off that person to go find out someone else, I have to watch another fucking ad. And then if I go back to that person to go see what they're doing, like I'm channel flipping, I have to watch another fucking ad. So my but goal is to just they, sit on one person's they, channel. I know, but this is how... They're getting their concrete income for their monetization for per video usage. That's what they're doing. They originally remember remember that the 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 corporations that were trying to do advertisements on Twitch and YouTube and whatever remember that they didn't even know if their ads were being shown correctly on whose channels they were shown to. We didn't get to pick, and they were shown on the wrong people's channels that didn't correlate to what their what kind of content they had. There was a giant thing that the giant thing that happened. It was. It was like a year ago, not even. And so now they're trying to zero in on it and show concrete evidence that people are watching the videos as opposed to being able to skip them like we were before, whether it be from a subscription or the fact that you could just skip. Remember, you were allowed to skip one, right? There were going to be three commercials. You could skip one. There were all these options, right? right? And now it's guaranteed this video is going to play every time the channel comes up. So that so that advertiser knows that his videos are being watched, right? Here, it's how they're consolidating the, the, their here, income. Here's the funny part, right? And I know we brought this up last week, and I it, it made me laugh, right? Because I talked about Bungie and how they monetize with the microtransactions, the maximum transaction, all these video games and stuff. 
a player would rather pay $20 for a skin than sit there for 30 seconds and watch an ad for free, right? Think about that for a second, right? You, you're watching content, right? I'm watching Lono, right? I'm subbed to him, so I don't get to see commercials, right? But I'm watching Lono, and then all of a sudden, a 30-second commercial comes up, and I'm, I'll be like, <sighs> done. I would, I would leave the channel because I don't want to sit there and watch a 30-second thing. But if someone said it was $20 to skip that ad, Someone would pay twenty dollars to skip that ad because they don't want to sit there for thirty seconds and watch. Do you, do you understand the blank, the, but, but, the, the but correlation there? But, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. What, look, nobody on YouTube would get paid without the ads. Nobody wants to watch the ads, but you're getting paid because of the ads. The chaos that happened earlier in YouTube's career was the fact that people were able to skip the ads, but they were being told the corporation were being told that the people were watching the ads, but I could skip them. So how do you know people were well, actually watching here, the ads that they paid for? Here's 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 the thing. Duplis says in chat, ad block is free. Well, I'll tell you what, Duplis, that's the actual reason why we have this issue right now. Because people that run ad block, right, they don't get they don't get seen, right? They don't get to see it and they go, Well, this person's not watching us, so we have to put more ads. More ads for more people, right? Because you're you're they need to make money, right? Platforms like uh, YouTube, television, that's how they were run, right? Your your cable company, your bill does not go to ABC, CBS, uh, ESPN, and Disney and stuff. Does not go to them. That goes to the person providing the cable that's plugged into your thing. Okay, Disney and all of them get sponsors and advertisers, and that's how they get their money. Okay, ABC is owned by Disney. ESPN is owned by Disney. Any ads run on those things, those companies are paying Disney to air on their on their program. Okay, or they do the product placement on the thing. If you had ad blocker, okay, on television, which basically people do, it's called a DVR, because you just record it, okay, and then just skip the commercials. Well, that doesn't count, right? So people are paying their hard-earned money, right? The, these corporations are paying money, so they get a, a return on their money, right? And then all of a sudden, they're not getting a return on their money because they're putting this much money out and that they're not getting the, the – recouping that because not many people are watching it because why they're DVRing it and then skipping through the commercials or they're watching it on the internet and they walk away or whatever they do and they're not watching it because it doesn't it doesn't hit that thing same thing with twitch right now same thing with youtube they have to monetize why because microtransactions maximum transactions they need to monetize as much as they possibly can so they can put more money in their pocket and they to, can to start just to, to justify what they're charging the advertisers for their for their for their ads right Right? right. I don't know. I, listen, I don't know what the going rate is for how many ads. I know it's cheaper than tele television. I know that. Is it? But what the fact is that how many times is my ad run per hour during the course of the day? How many channels does it run on? I don't know what the price structure is. But here's the here's the other thing. In the old days, okay, when someone bought commercial time on a channel, there was somebody's job. It was to watch those channels to make sure that those commercials were being put on during the time frame. Right now, it's a robot. They, they, they yeah. decided that it was supposed to be on. Now I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it's a, a robot. robot. It's a robot. It's right? an algorithm. Yeah. But how do you? But how do you keep track? How do you know if it's running that ad? Like it. I, it's. It's got to be some kind of finagling going on now, man. Come on. How, how many millions of people? How many channels? How many times the ad run? You're going to tell me that the, this guy's keeping track of all the ads. The, the robots keeping track of all the ads. You're, Listen, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, they're trying to consolidate their income. I get it. I get it. But the fact is, it gets a little bit more corporate, a little bit more corporate, and the freedom of what YouTube actually is supposed to be 
gets eroded a little bit more until finally YouTube's just basically a network. That's what just it is. Like a, That's what just it is. Like an, just like an NBC, ESPN, yep. or whatever. Well, it else. is. It just it's turns already, into it's, that. It's already doing that because now they're they they promote like the talk shows, like ABC and NBC's talk shows, Jimmy Kimmel. Tonight Show, Stephen Colbert, Ellen DeGeneres, they're all, that, they're all doing that. They've been doing that for years now, two, three years, right? That was the that was the first kickback when they when they started pushing out other content creators. Like YouTube, along the way, has lost its 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 meaning, right? Like they started for original content creators, and right. now now it's about celebrities that are making content, right. like the Jack Blacks and the Will Smiths and whoever else, right? And and. It's, it's turned into new media, and new media is going to be like old media. And then what's going to happen? They're going to make another new new media. And then it's just, the whole cycle is going to start over again. It just starts over again. Right. But, but, but that's why I say I think after – if this once this is implemented, the number of people that will be affected by this, I, I, I'm, I'm certain somebody will start something else, and the, and the cycle will start over again. Because look, I, I, don't, I, I don't see how this could work. How, ju- how does Justin, that work? Justin TV came along. And that's how we got Twitch, right? Like he saw YouTube and said, I'm going to make this and it's a live yeah. platform. And the reason Twitch is, was successful is because of the live platform. Like right now I can say, hey, I, I can speak and talk to the people in chat right now instantaneously. They know they have a connection with me, right? That's where it's going. But what's going to happen? Well, think, think about the viewership that you could have if Ellen DeGeneres had a show on Twitch. Okay, or or Jimmy Kimmel or The Tonight Show, where they can look at right. chat and literally interact with their with the chat with the actual people that want to watch the show and stuff. And and they they write they feel connected, right? They feel connected, right? Death says I feel connected. Boom! Look, he just heard me say his name live on the internet, and now he's like, wow, this is cool, right? If if Jimmy Fallon could do that. I'm watching Jimmy Fallon, and he's like, "Oh, let's go to the, let's go to the uh, chat to see what we should ask questions." Right? It's like a live studio audience, but it's better than a live studio audience because it's, it's just the world. It's right. It's the world. It's, it's the, not. It's, the it's world. not. The, it's not the hundred people that are sitting in front of you inside the studio. Right? That's where it's going. So Twitch is like, well, all right. Well, how do we how do we monetize that? How do we how do we get the monetization? And I know we're talking about YouTube. Right. Uh, well, I, well, what's well, what's the what do you charge an advertiser for worldwide exposure? Exactly. Exactly. Right? What are you charging an advertiser for worldwide exposure? Right. Right. Just wait. That's where the numbers right. come in. Just wait. That's a good one, neutralizer. Just wait. The longer YouTube ads will have a skip for ninety nine cent button. You know what? That sounds fucking crazy. And actually, well, that, that, that sounds exactly that, like what they're gonna do. Right. That's probably what they'll do. Exactly what they're gonna do. Ninety nine cents. You'll, you'll sign up for an account. Right, you're gonna sign up for an account, and you have a credit card on it, and yes. they just ding, they just ding you every I'm gonna, time. You I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna one more. You could do a monthly subscription, <laughs> right? Just skip ads, <laughs> no ads, right? Twenty five bucks a month. You'll get thirty ads, thirty ads a month, or you could pay this amount of money and only get two. You'll still see ads, but you'll only get two, right? And then they'll 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 market it for you because they'll, they'll be, be like, banners. Right? They'll be banners instead of voice, right? And then they'll be like, well, this person that paid, he's uh, uh, Josh Barnaby from Idaho, and uh, he's 54. And so let's, let's, let's take those two ads that, that we're going to give him and give him a new mattress and some, uh, some penis pills because he's not getting a hard on. Right. It'll be specific ads, absolutely. specific demographics, and everyone's watching but, the same show. You're going to get a different ad than I'll well, get that, a different they ad. They do that now. They do I that know. now. But right? what it'll be, it'll what be it'll even be. more. 
Yes, right? it'll even be more. Yes, yes, it'll even be yeah. more. Right. The, the, there's a conversation going on about Twitch right now with ads, right? Mixer has ads too, right? All of them have ads. They have to have ads, right? They can't just be a free service because, look, for every person that subs to their streamer of choice, right, and that one person that subs, there's about 10 to 20 people that don't sub, that never give a cent to the business or to this person that's providing the actual entertainment, right? They give zero, right? Not that they'd have to, but I'm just saying for every one person that's giving something, there's like 10 to 20 people that are not giving something. So if you look at a chat that's got, let's say, a thousand people, okay, there's a hundred people giving money every month, guaranteed, okay? And the rest of the 900 people are giving zero, okay? So they're not giving anything to Twitch or the platform that they're watching. They're not giving anything to the to the subscriber, to the, to the entertainer, and half of that money is not going to the platform. So Twitch is like, how do we make money? We have to advertise, right? We have to advertise because it's not free. You get nothing free. I had a social studies teacher in, I think, seventh grade that told me there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? And I was like, yeah, there is. I get free lunches all the time. No, because the person that's buying my lunch, he's paying for it, right? Someone is paying for it, okay? There's no such thing as something for free. You can steal something, but the person that put it on a shelf Okay, they had to pay for it, or the person that did this had to pay for it. Somewhere down the line, it got it, it, it got paid for. Okay, so there's no such thing as a free lunch. You can't sit there and watch a platform, twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days, and go, nope, I'm not gonna watch any ads. But I'm but not here's, gonna, I'm not gonna sub. Right, right? but here's here, here's my question. Right, so the in between part is, I'm on YouTube, right? I'm doing content creation. Yeah, I do. Let's say I do three things a week. I'm a I'm a slow guy. I only do three things a week. I do a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday. Yep. Okay. Now, after building up, let's say 2,000, 2000 subscribers, okay, and whatever the the, the breakdown is is two fifty, whatever it is when you actually subscribe, right? The, it's, it's, it's five dollars. It's, it's, it's five dollars. Like five bucks. It's five bucks. Right. You can get two, two to three dollars. Right, but 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 the platform gets half, correct? They, it it all depends on what you're what you're using. The but higher end people get three or four dollars per thing, and okay, it all it all so, depends. So now that now that I I want to skip over the ad part of it, then I just say, well, why don't you just go to my Patreon page? And pay me directly, right. Right? right? Now, wait. Now, let's say out of the 2,000 people, it's only 500 people. 500 people like me enough, like my content, actually respect what I'm doing, and they kick over five bucks a month right. for me. Right. Right? Now, Patreon, I, I don't they know. They get a Patreon. percentage. I think they get a uh, percentage. I think they get 8% right? or 12% or some shit like that. Right. But it's still not as, it's not, it's not as good, it's not as big as a cut as it would be for uh, the other they, they have to pay their bills, right? Right. So... Let's fast forward now. What stops what stops that from happening? Now I have a good income from my loyal followers. I don't have to pay out to the actual platformer. So now what happens? Eventually, they're gonna have to find a way to squeeze the money out of me somehow, right? Right? They're that's that's the difference. The Patreon is taking over the fact that the cut that YouTube is trying to take is getting worse and what they're demonetizing for. So the Patreon is the guaranteed money for the actual creator. Otherwise, YouTube keeps deciding whether or not they're going to pay you or not. Oh, maybe not. This, I'm demonetizing right. you. I'm not going to demonetize you. Oh, this week it did. You got, and then you have to then you have to fight for the money. Then you have to send in a form. You got to appeal, right. Or whatever else is going on. You and want it's nonsense. You want that mediator in between because if you're right. just, if you're a content creator, you just want to be like here. Here's my my PayPal, right? Because I get your money, and then I don't have to make content. Right where Patreon, there's a there's a there's a buffer there where 
I'm paying a monthly subscription. This person is not living up to their bargain. And then there's well, like they can there's, stop anytime. Yeah, there's, yeah, a, stop there's, anytime. A, there's an insurance policy there, right? Uh, otherwise, like Kickstarter and someone can just run with your money, right? Right. So, but based, it's based. It's all based on the numbers, though. How many? How long people watch you? Right. Well, what's like, going to happen? What's going to happen now? I, I I made fun of this. This I'm, my joke here is I'm not sponsored by this can of beverage i'm going to be holding up in any way shape or form just using it as the example so if i'm a youtube creator right and uh we're on generation x gaming i'm like generation x gaming is brought to you by barks barks root beer ah makes you makes you thirst that quench whatever you know quench uh, that barks thirst has bite right the, Bar right. barks has bite. right it's good since 1898 whatever it is right not not sponsored okay it's better than the sarsaparilla but, but that's that's where it's going to go right and you can already see it you can already see it happening on YouTube. They're like, hey, you guys like wallets? I have a Ridge wallet. Oh, you like, you like this? I, I, I sponsored by this. I have a website by Squarespace. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever they're talking about. And I'm not sponsored by any of those people. I'll just let you know. Uh, I'm legally binded to say that. Not really. Because no one watches our show. We're a void. Uh, so you have, to, you have to actually say. You have to actually say these things. And that's what's going to happen, right? So if you could have a sponsorship, right? If Generation X Gaming could have a sponsorship that'd be fantastic right if they wanted to sponsor by the headphones or by the microphone company blue anytime right i've been using your microphones for fucking years okay reached out to you but i'm too small i get it all right so blue microphones right if they sponsored the, the segment that'd be fantastic right generation x gaming brought to you by blue microphones we've been using these blue microphones for five years you know what i mean like that that's what it is like that's what you're going to see okay and I, I find it I find it hilarious because everyone's like, I see both ways. If you're a YouTube, you should go out. If you're a YouTuber, you should go out because you're your own entity, right? You're using YouTube as the space. That's like, like if I'm using NBC Studios, I have a TV show, but I'm using their facilities to film my TV show. Okay, that's my own TV show, but I'm using NBC Studios, right? YouTube is the studio, right? They're the provider of the studio. They're providing me the bandwidth. They're providing me the, the 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 place to put my content in the backlog of it on their platform. Okay, what does that cost, right? That that's billions of dollars, right? Of of just infrastructure. There's literally buildings somewhere that's just football field length of just right. servers there, and right. stuff. There's right. buildings. There are buildings built in major metropolitan areas that the whole building is nothing but servers. Right. Right. So absolutely. So if you're a YouTube content creator and you see this happening, you know, this is happening to you. You got to get you got to get out there and you got to be like, hey, I'm a YouTuber. I have uh, 150,000 subscribers. I have a million subscribers. I have this. This is what I have each month. I need a sponsorship. You have to go out and get a sponsorship. Right. I've tried to get sponsorships for this show. We're just too small. We don't exist. We're in a void. We're, we're nowhere. OK, I can't get one. You have to have a certain metrics of at least a thousand people watching. And then by that point, they're like, hey, here's $10. And you're like, oh, thanks, man. Right? Like, that's that's the revenue, right? But you have to go out. You have to find somebody that likes what you're doing and then to sponsor your segment, to sponsor your show per month, per year, whatever that is. Okay? And what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing – remember who, who did that? Was that Phil Hartman that did that thing where he was, like, talking and then all of a sudden, like, ads were, like, coming on the screen and he was, like, looking and, like, more ads were popping. You remember that Remember that segment? You remember that skit? What was that? Oh, the, oh that was that was Chappelle. Oh, was that Chappelle? Okay. That, that was Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. I thought was it was Chappelle Saturday Night Live for some reason. So Chappelle had the different things coming up and the guy was, like, trying to look between It was an the... SNL skit. It was an SNL skit. I'm not sure if it was Phil Harmon, but that was also was an SNL yeah. skit. Yeah. 
that's what it's going to be. That's what that's what you're looking at, right? They're going to be looking at where you're advertising, and right as they say something, boom, uh, things are going to pop up at the bottom, and then things are going to come up on the top, and things are going to slide in over the thing. You know what I mean? I'm going to be like a billboard where I'm wearing an actual advertisement of, of, of the thing. That's what YouTube is going to turn into. It's the Wild West. The Wild West is over. People are going to be losing 90% of their, of their revenue. They're going to smack in their gonna, face. They're going to see, they're gonna see they're gonna, either, whoever's going to be left is either going to restructure they or have, leave. They have to figure out or something, leave. or they're going to make another platform. Bunch of YouTubers to get together, right? PewDiePie's got good money infrastructure. He can get someone. He can open up a server and make his own PewDiePie TV. Well, well, well what about what about if you just gave? If, what about if you just made the platform where it's just a space to store your videos, as opposed to being this rule breaker that you're just a you're just a space for rent? Well, I right? think I, I think a better format. I, if you're serious about doing this type of stuff, if you can make a platform like YouTube, but you charge the person that's renting space on your platform a monthly service. Right? Like if you're serious about it and you want to make content like you're making and I provide you the space to do it, like a video platform just like YouTube, but you pay, I don't see a problem with that because that – I see that being being the next thing. I I see that as much better because then the riffraff and the people that are not serious don't have the money for it. They won't won't be able to do it, right? And the person that's doing it – and there's like a catch-22 there. Maybe I'm passionate. Maybe I want to do it. I'm in that situation. Like I would pay for it. But would I be in the means to pay for it, right? You have to have you – can't, you can't have the cart before the horse, right? You need to make some money to invest in your business, which this is, okay? So you can invest more money into your business so you can make more money, right? I mean that's just the way business works. That's the way it works. So if another platform comes out – I mean I know Vimeo used to charge, but they didn't charge to make content. They only charged – uh, to get better quality options and like there was other little things that you could you could get, but for the most part, I think that's where that YouTube has to go. I feel sorry. I ne- I was partnered on YouTube, but then I didn't meet the criteria again, and then they kicked me out. Right, like I was monetized, and then for the last two years, I haven't been monetized. We made literally dollars, like dollars, cents, pennies. I'm talking about dollars over multiple videos, not just one video, like a dollar. Like ten videos in, it's like here you go, you made seventy five cents. Woo! But, you know but I mean? that's but that's but that's why I say the next step would be if 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 YouTube becomes too corporate, where it becomes too close to being a network, which is what they want because they want the corporate money, then somebody else is just going to come out with a just a, basically a storage facility. That's all you need. That lets you that lets YouTube creators just put their stuff in the storage. That's all you need. That's all you need. Technically, all you would need all you would need is just a, a, a local server. Right, but that server needs to connect to somewhere. You have to add your website, and you pay for a website. But you have to have a video. You have to have a video player, right? You have to have something that you could record your video to, to then upload to it. And then what? What site would that be? Right? Can Chat name any other site where they well, can store videos? But, but, yeah, but, but you would have to start small. Maybe do like a a, 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 a loan on a freight container full of servers. In right? China, in China, right. no, no, yeah. just a, you know, that that kind of size, like a freight a freight container, and then as you get people to keep uh, giving you the monthly fee for storage, you Hell, keep getting bigger. You don't even need to do that anymore. You don't even need to do that, Sarge. Amazon can literally, you can rent servers from Amazon. Oh, that's it. You can do that. You can do that. You can just rent yeah, servers. But then, gets, but then it gets a little dicey, right? Because if you're using an Amazon server and you're renting, what happens? Someone puts some crazy shit on there. That doesn't go for Amazon. You know what I mean? Like some kind of crazy stuff. Because no, 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 no. You could rent. That's you know, what that's what game companies your, are doing. What's your criteria? But you have to go back to some kind of no, criteria. But what I'm saying, some, some crazy person is going to put some dirty stuff on. Doesn't there. Doesn't matter. You're renting you know, the space. Like the web stuff. 
Yeah, but you know. it doesn't matter. Like that's what gaming companies are doing, right? They're they're renting space from Amazon. Amazon has these servers that you can just rent from, right? I'm pretty sure, like that's a thing. I know. Uh, let's see, Amazon renting Amazon servers. Let me see. Why why own when renting you can rent? Amazon was it servers? Amazon server renting. Uh, da, 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 da. We could we could war titan, but that, that's that's what we're trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out like if if YouTube is going in this direction where they're trying to trim the fat again, it's gonna be another ad apocalypse. People are gonna be trimmed out. They're gonna, basically basically keep forcing out a different oh, yeah. group of people. Okay, they keep trying to find a legal way to force out a bigger group of people and then consolidate what they have. So what the discussion we're trying to have is is if that's the direction that YouTube keeps going. Whereas beforehand, the idea was to get a bunch of people together to create whatever content they wanted, and we charge a percentage, and we go from there. That was the Wild West part. Now we're going to go on the corporate side. So if nobody can fit the fit into this criteria that YouTube is establishing, then I, I would think just by sheer will of the market, another video service would spring up. That's That's what we're talking about. Like... Who's next? You know, just like Twitch was discovered or Twitch was created. Same thing. But now YouTube's getting more corporatized. So we're trying to figure out which way we're going to go from here. You, you can rent a server from Amazon right now. The lowest one that I can find right now is $243 a month. $243 a month for a server. And that gets me uh, a T. Uh, was that three terabytes? Three terabytes. For, for $243, right? Videos is huge to, to do, right? So to do that, I mean, like I said. And that's why, and that's why there are ads. Right, right. And that's why there are ads. So there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot that needs to, it's not, look, if you're a YouTuber, just know that this is happening. You're going to lose 90% of your stuff starting January 1st. Titanic's hitting that iceberg. We know it is, okay? You just got to find your way to that safety boat, okay, to go over. Okay, so if you like your if you like YouTubers that you're watching, right, if you like this channel, you can't do it for us. You can't join us because we're not partnered. But if you have a partnered YouTuber that you like to support, go join them and help them, whatever, whatever the platform they have, because their revenue is going to be you won't see the angry Joes. You won't see the, the quarterling. You know what I mean? You won't see any of these guys if they don't if they don't s sustain their 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 viewership because they're just going to be tucked away underneath the mattress, right? And YouTube's like, oh, here, look at Ryan open a box of Legos instead of, of what you're trying to find. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I think Ryan's in trouble. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think, listen, I don't think Ryan can check the boxes for every single one. I don't think he can because it's some ridiculous person judging whether or not it's kid-friendly or not. There's no right criteria. There's no right criteria for kid-friendly right, or not. Right, is that is that the kid's name, Ryan? Is that what his name? Ryan opens boxes or some shit? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I, my kid's watching I'm pretty, this. I'm pretty sure it's Ryan. My kid's watching a YouTube video right now of a family. They're called like the hot, the hobby, hobby TV or something. It literally, they have like 321 million followers, like subscribers. I was like, I'd never even heard of these people before. Right. Never even heard of them before. It's a family that just buys toys and they like play with them and stuff. And he watches it all day. I'm just like, what, what, what is this? Like, like, I don't get it, but 321 million subscribers they're they're banking in they're they're safe they're safe they're kid sure. friendly yeah so 
that's that story. Man, we talked about that one for a really, really long time. There's a, lot, there's a lot to go over, man. Uh, let's talk about, well, here's another one. China. China is cracking down on the online gaming over fear of young people are being addicted. Okay, into an effort to curb what they believe to be video game addiction, the Chinese government has announced new rules aimed at reducing the amount of time young people play video games, including imposed curfew on banned minors from playing online games between 8 or 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Okay, not only this, but those under the age of 18 will be restricted to 90 minutes of online gaming during weekdays and three hours per day on week weekends and public holidays. The government is also introducing spending limits on online accounts depending on the player's age, with 16 to 18-year-olds able to spend up to 400 yin, or yaun, um, it's $57 per month, okay, where those the age between 8 and 16 can only spend $29 uh, a month in their accounts. The official government guidelines will be applied to all online gaming platforms operating in China, including the world's biggest gaming company, Tencent which uh, wholly per uh, owns likes of rights of Riot Games, Epic Games, Activision Blizzard. The government is also working with police to set up a real-name registration system that enables gaming companies to check the identity of those users uh, against the national database, and the companies fail to supervise the players uh, and don't meet the new requirements. They will be given a time limit to make changes to comply to face potential having their licenses revoked. Okay, speaking to the state... Representatives of China's general mission of press of publications said that the new rules are aimed to be creating the clear Internet space and protecting the physical and mental health of minors. Although the administration acknowledges that the online games are capable of enriching people's spiritual and cultural life, they also cause an issue of the effect of physical and mental health, normal learnings of life and, and of minors. China is the world's largest gaming market with the country total gaming revenue reaching 38 billion Okay, in 2018, it's also far from the first time the government has inserted measures of clamp down the citizens' gaming habits. So there you go. Well, let's let 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 look. Let, let's talk calmly first. Okay, this is a China thing. This is not an America thing. No. However, I look at this as something good to a point because China knows the kind of manipulation that can have over children over a long period of time, right? So they're saying. Under the age of 18, Monday through Friday, you have 90 minutes of game time a day. On the weekend, you have three hours. Right. Okay? Anybody under the age of 18 can only spend, I think it was the equivalent of $30 American a day. Yeah, $29, right? yeah. Right. So, and on the weekend, I think it's a little bit more, not much more, right? But it's what it's, this it's is, 90, 90 minutes. Right. 90 but minutes. What, this, what this really does is set up it sets up the companies to know exactly what to zero in and know exactly how much money they can make right oh, exactly if, if, you know what i'm saying like if if i if i know if i know there's 2.2 million kids playing under the age of 18 then i know that if i, if I make a game decent enough that i can get 30 bucks a day you, out of them you, you get no you can get right? 60 bucks per right. month 60 bucks right. per month Oh, I'm sorry. Per month, I, I yeah. can get sixty bucks per month out of them. Right. Right. Like, that's you that's know twelve exactly video games. That. Right. That's twelve video games. Right. You know exactly what you can get out of them. Like to me, it's it's madness. It's madness that you allow the manipulation of people for a video game. Before it was make a game, sell a game. Now it's I gotta milk whatever I can out of this individual 
every month. Well, I think people's it's it's crazy, man. That's craziness. Well, it, it's it's good news for parents, right? At least in China, anyway, because you know, it's a protection. Yes, right. I mean, it also they, means your face is on a national you database. Can o- you can only you're, you're attacked and bagged the entire time. You can play. only you can only lose six hundred eighty four dollars to to your bank account a, a year uh, from from microtransactions. <laughs> right, but right. think how ridiculous that is. Hey, you, you, well, let me tell you something. China's doing this, but I'm doing the exact same thing in my household. So my household is like China right now, okay? Because <laughs> my son. Okay, has a timer. When he when he turns on that Xbox, if he turns it on before 4.30 in the afternoon, it says you're early. You cannot play. Okay? And then it only lasts for an hour and a half per day. Okay? And before the hour and a half ends, he's usually done before that. He's like, I'm done. And he puts it down before the, even the time limit ends. Okay? He has – yeah, well, until I say so, right? Until I let him get more time. And then if he does something – I use it as like, oh, he does his chores. I add more time. I'm like, oh, well, you, you you did this, so you can play this game longer. But he doesn't want to play more than an hour. Right? I believe I believe that's called parenting. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is, right? And then also, he has zero. He's got zero amount of money monthly to spend on microtransactions. He gets zero dollars. So I'm worse than China, right? They're at least giving them an allowance of thirty dollars a month. I'm giving him zero. Okay. He knows if he sees something, he plays a game called um, uh, the Minions. It's like a Minions running game. It's like where you, he's like a master of it. I taught him how to actually what, because he was playing it and didn't understand like what to do. I said, well, you have to collect these things and then you have to read the bottom here and it tells you like collect this thing or collect that thing. And then you unlock things and you can start earning stuff in the game instead of buying it. So that's what he's doing. He's like literally grinding in this game and unlocking new minions with with, with different abilities and then leveling them up. Okay, and that's what he does. And every I'm like, you're not buying anything, are you? He's like, no, no, look. And he knows if that screen pops up, X, X. Like, you're well, ah, sunset, right? Like, like I've trained my kid to not buy microtransactions because you've already paid for the game, right? If you like the game so much and it's a free-to-play game and you want to buy something, I'll give you five bucks, right? There you go. There's the five dollars to that company that made this game because it's about about as much time as they put into it. Okay, five dollars worth. All right, so I'm okay if it's a free-to-play game and you want to give microtransactions to some of your kids and you want to make your kids, but I'm I'm applauding this actually personally. Uh, right, I applaud it a little bit, okay. a little bit, but it, but it goes both ways, right? It's it's sad when the government it has makes, to be it, the parent. It makes the American companies think, well, I can't make all the money, but I can make thirty times. I can make six hundred. Right, I can make six hundred eighty-four dollars times two point right. four million, right. and it's still worth it to us, right. right? Like that's right. Then that becomes your target. That becomes your target. Yeah, but this is what they do. Are you ready for this? The gaming companies will then make the maximum transactions one thing, $57. You, you hear me? You, you get me? Like, like instead of $10, $15, $21, you actually have a microtransaction now. It's maximum transaction, $56. And you have $1 left over of your allowance, right? And they're like, ah. You're like, what am I supposed to do with that? Right? And it like rolls over to the next month and you can't. You can't use it, right? And then they, they do the next thing, right? It's gonna be fifty six ninety nine, Buckeye. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be that's the maximum transaction. That's the maximum transaction you can give them, fifty six ninety nine for them to buy. I look. Now here's the question: Would this work here? Absolutely not. They'd freak out. There would be they'd, chaos they'd, they'd on the freak, streets. They'd be freaking out. They'll be like, "Wait a minute! I can't buy the sparrow." 
this month? Nah, I want to give Bungie all the money. Right, right. So it it would never work. It would never. It would never. It would never Never. work. Fifty-seven. You know, people are just no. I guess they're because their faces are. They're literally like the government. The government had to step in. They want to scan their faces in, and then that way they activate. They know exactly how long they play for. Let's be honest. There's been multiple reports. There's at least one a month of people dying in an internet cafe in China. Someone sitting at the counter for like 36 hours straight, didn't eat. He's like withering away at the the thing. Wait a minute now. There was a kid just recently in the UK, okay, that – Was he Asian? No, no. He wasn't Asian. (laughs) Right? That he he was playing – I forget what PC game he was playing, but he was playing all all hours of the night, all day long, right, drinking the energy drinks. He had a stroke and he died. What game was this? I don't remember. The, I don't remember if they mentioned the game. They're just saying it was online games, is what they said. The the title of the article, right? And so, they, his father came home, opened up his bedroom door. His kid, his kid was on the floor, surrounded by whatever energy drink can you want to call. I don't want to. I don't want to be blackballed for saying certain energy drink can or worse than others. But you can just insert name there, and he had a stroke. He had a stroke and he died. Now, yes, it's sad, but at the same time. Does the do the parents have any restrictions on game time? Do the parents have any restrictions on how long he should play, what times of day he should play, you know? And then you look at the China situation, where at least they care enough to do it. Yes, it's communist. I get it. I'm not saying we need to be communist, but it takes parents parenting to curb some of what is happening in the gaming universe. Are you sure? Now, are you sure it was the UK? Because I looked up a story two days ago. A guy from uh, Thailand. It's a kid. Seventeen year old kid died. Uh, I'm sure there's more than one. Okay, so my point is, is that beforehand, selling a game and buying a game for your kids was just that. I buy a game, he's playing a game, and we're good. Now we've got it to the point where there's labels attached to the game, you're addicted to the game, I can't stop playing, I'm drinking a bunch of energy drinks, I'm up all night, Nobody's giving me any kind of rules. And now people are literally dying playing video games. Okay? It's not the same anymore, man. It's not the same. You can't just buy a game and that's all you have to worry about. It's just the game. You actually have to parent the actual game, which to me sounds redonkulous. How, why would you have to be so scrutinizing over a video game? But this is where we are. This is where we are. Yeah, this is sad. I'm I'm literally looking at the article and they show him in his room. That's not yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He played. He played for twenty twenty two days straight. Is that is that is that? Am I reading that correctly? It's sad. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. It's happened all the time, right? It's, I'm listen. I'm sure it happens more often than you think. Just who's covering that kind of story? That's all. It says tragic teen gamer dies after playing computer for 22 days in a row. It doesn't it doesn't say how long he played. It doesn't say what game he played either. Well, he started to go to school. So he went to school then he came home. Yeah. You know, was playing the game Defense of Ancients. That's correct. That's correct, Studley. They everybody <laughs> blames the game. Now, to a point, to a point, Studley it would be correct, right? Because if the game is made in such a way where it manipulates you and it finds the itch that you have 
and you have to scratch it because it that's the kind of game that affects you personally on a personal level then partly yes it is the game however you are still a child living under the uh, under the direction of adults right you're not on your own and so the parents are supposed to watch over and protect the child that's a job of a parent right so i don't understand how it gets out of hand that badly like you can't take it away from them you can't unplug it from the wall you can't disconnect the router like there's a whole list of things we can talk about here about being just a parent you can't just come, blame come come to my house blame the kid my my kid right? my kid literally tells me he's like he's like you're still playing games I play more games than my than my son, right? And I limit myself, obviously. I, I do four-hour streams in the day. I don't play games usually in the afternoon, and then I play again from 8 p.m. So I play an average of eight hours a day, okay, for five days a week. And then on, on the weekends, I usually tune off. I don't I don't turn on a, on, on a console at all. But again, I'm 41, right? And I, I know when to eat and when to go to the bathroom because I'm not a sim. I'm not the Sims where, you know, you forget well, to take your your character and make him go okay, to the well, bathroom. Maybe maybe this was like a year or two. Maybe it was a year ago. Maybe it was two years ago. There was that family, I forget, someplace in Southeast Asia that the both of them played games. And I think it was World of Warcraft or some game like World of Warcraft. And their child died because they just neglected their child. Well, like there's there's been stories like this in the past. But it, the way the way that they try to explain it. And, and I, I don't know if they're trying to finagle it to where they're trying to blame the game on purpose to try to get leverage on the gaming company or if they're trying to say, hey, wake up, games are not the same anymore. The angle of which the reporters are telling the story are, is not specific enough. My point of view would be to, to let people know that it's not just buying a game anymore. It's not like a piece of entertainment. I bought my kid a movie. He watches the movie. That's it. Right Now, you're buying him a piece of entertainment. He gets lost in your entertainment. He doesn't eat, doesn't drink, he doesn't drink, doesn't go to the bathroom, he's in front of the computer all day long, and then he has strokes out and he dies. That's fucking sad. That's fucking sad, man. Uh, uh, Buckeye, he wasn't a, he wasn't awake for 22 days straight. It actually in the article it says that he he played about six hours a day, but he would play he would play at night, right? So he would like wreck late his, night, like late night. So he would do his sleeping schedule. He would still sleep and eat, but he's probably eating like ramen. You know what I mean? Like, there's no like substance, hey, listen, right? Listen, when I used to be hardcore gaming and barely sleep at night, I remember what I felt like in the morning. And imagine doing that 22 days in a row. Right, right. I mean, he he said he only played that one game for 2,000 hours. I know there's people in the chat are like, rookie, right? There's, right, right, like, right, right. You know there is. I, I'm not making light of the of the 17 year old dying. What I'm saying is that. The, to each their own as far as some people can i mean the kids that were doing the destiny thing that we'll talk about a little bit later that got the 999 and you gotta tell you gotta tell me about they, that they paid they played for like 50 hours right they played for 500 hours in the last two weeks like think about that for a second right that's like 19 hours a day right so actually no we'll talk about that right now we'll talk about that right now right so this past couple days right there was a lore card in destiny that came out for Forsaken, and I don't know it exactly verbatim, okay? But it mentioned the Shattered Throne dungeon, okay? And to kill the boss. What was the boss's name? I forget the the the, the boss's name. Anyway, it says, uh, defeat the boss in the Shattered Throne by yourself at 999, okay? Well, that was a year ago. That's before the armor came out. That's before we knew we were getting a, 
a light bump and everything like that. Like, we didn't even know we were going to hit 999. That seemed like so far-fetched. We're like, yeah, whatever, right? And here's here's my issue with this, right? So that's a lore card that they put in the game, which is canon, okay? Okay. Which is canon, meaning that if you read that— It, it, it's existed. It, it, exists. It, it exists. It's not written on a third-party site. It's, not, it's in the game. It's part of the, it's part of the lore. It doesn't actually go into detail of, like, what it means— but it says Shattered Throne, kill this boss one on one, nine nine nine. That's basically what it what it says in the in the thing. And so, fast forward to a year later, Shadow Keep came out. We've gotten from seven fifty to nine hundred. We had the artifact, and the artifact you can exponentially go up past a thousand. Okay, so much so that in the video that they showed us before the Shadow Keep even came out, Destiny showed a character that was like a thousand eight or a thousand ten. Okay, I recall. I remember seeing it. I was like, wow, you go over a thousand, right? So they showed that. But that's, but that's probably everybody in the office taking turns. Yeah, whatever it was, right? 24 7. Right. Since, since they decided to right. make the artifact. I guarantee you that's the only so reason that there, happened. So there was three people that were in close range, right? One guy's name was Zupa. The other person was Bagel. I forget, Bagel. What's his Bagel T, whatever. Um, one kid was like 15 years old, the, guy, the kid that got it. The other kid was like 21 or 22, Zupa. Bagel 4. Was it? It wasn't Bagel 420, was it? That'd be fucking hilarious. It was Bagel 420. I thought it was just Bagel something. I thought I didn't, I didn't know it was 420. <clears throat> That's funny because it's 15 if, if it's 420. Uh, so basically, he he and this other kid were like friendly competition. And then Zupa was playing with one of his friends. It's also, and I, I don't know that kid's name. So there's like three kids within range of getting to the 999 a thousand you know light level thing some serious grinding bro well i i went into zupa's stream and he's he's based in the uk and i heard him he's asking he had a whole bunch of questions like how long you've been playing how long you did this he said i've been playing a average of about 19 hours for the last two weeks 19 hours a day for the last two weeks now he's 22 years old I'm hang, a, on, hang on 19 hours a day 19 hours a day for two weeks. come on bro yeah 19 hours a day for two weeks yeah all right i'll let this one go go ahead that's what he said. Right? That's fine. I'll let it go for his, now. Go his ahead. season, his season ranking, right? His season rank. Like, what what rank are you right now in your in your season? Uh, one thirty nine. Okay, one thirty nine. He was at eleven hundred and three when I saw. When I saw him hit the next 1103? level, eleven hundred and three. Eleven hundred and three. Yes, eleven hundred and three. Yes, yes, yes. One hundred percent. Saw it with my own eyes multiple times. He hit eleven hundred and two, eleven hundred and three. Okay, I was like. 1103 i was like wait a minute i'm at i'm at 103 he's at 1103 okay he's at 40 he was at when i was watching him he was at 47 plus 47 so he was at plus nine he was at 997 when i was watching him okay so these kids playing an unhealthy amount to try to hit because of this lore right they, they started getting closer to it so they started like what if, the, what if this means? And if the person that beat it, according to the lore card, would save the Dreaming City, right? Would save the Dreaming City. The curse would be broken from the Dreaming City, right? So obviously, these kids are like, well, this is cool. So here's where the cool part comes in. Okay, the cool part is Glad and Redeem and Chevy, right? Glad from Team Redeem and Chevy from Team Redeem were... were um, weren't even close to doing this, right? So they helped Bagel get through the Shattered Throne because the kid only did it, I think, once, maybe before, okay? okay? By himself. He's never 
soloed it right by himself. So the kid's not even a streamer. So he screen shared his gameplay to Glad's computer, and then Glad was screen capturing it so everyone could watch. So there was like no sound; you couldn't hear anything. We were just watching the kid go through the shattered throne. He beat it around. I think it was like twelve forty-five in the morning, whatever. Um, and Glad and Chevy were taking him one step at a time. He almost made it through the whole the whole thing without dying, but you didn't have to go flawless. You just you just had to make it through by yourself. And that was the cool part that the the Destiny community came together. We're watching this kid, root him on, you know, you know, F's in the chat when he died and stuff like that. It was just cool. Like, uh, Paul Tassi was writing articles. Other streamers were writing it. Glad and Chevy, which was a cool – this is like a cool little round of, uh, roundabout thing. Glad's team, Redeem, is the ones that caused the curse. Okay? They were the, they were the, the, the clan that beat the raid that caused the curse on the Dreaming City. Okay? So they were helping this kid who, according to the lore – could cure the Dreaming City, which I thought was the people that that created the, 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 the problem were helping and trying to help this guy fix the problem, right? Right, so cool lore that wasn't yeah, lore, but cool lore, lore. I got it. Cool lore that was, like, you know, interesting. So they go through the whole Shadow Throw, and the whole thing is like, and I sat there and went, nothing's going to happen. I said, because I'm cynical, right? I'm a cynical, old, grumpy, old man, okay? And I'm like, nothing's going to happen. Not because of that, because I know Bungie wouldn't do anything like that because they didn't think that far ahead. Okay, right? Because they didn't know they were going to make that. They didn't know they right. were going to make that artifact. Right. So they just threw up nine 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 to be funny. Right. So so they they just threw nine nine nine. They're just like, eh, whatever. That's just, no one's going to hit it, right? No Why? Because they didn't even think themselves that they were going to make a year from now something that would make it get up to that high of a level. Right. Let's just be honest there. Okay, they did not Correct. know they were going to make an artifact that could make it unlimited to get up to 999 and surpass to 1,000 when they wrote that lore car probably two years ago. Okay? Right. So I was like, nothing's going to happen. And I was hoping I was wrong. I was hoping, I was like, oh, this is going to be such a cool moment for Bungie to be like, boom, he competes, he competes it, and all of a sudden something happens, right? Like audio, cutscene, something drops. Stop pick it up you can read the lore like you don't even have to hire anybody for that you can literally just drop something off of her okay and how hard would have this been right how hard would this been sarge because it, thinking ahead two weeks prior people were starting to talk about light level right two weeks and they were like hey you think uh, someone will hit 999 nah no one's ever gonna hit 999 right like two weeks you could have been like hey what about if we take that lore that they gave out after the fact they wrote a blog a blog post after the fact and said, hey, this is this is canon. Because they wrote what they wrote to Bagel, okay, because he beat the Shattered Throne by himself at 999, it now becomes canon. It's lore. Like, Bagel beat this, and he's in the lore of Destiny now, right? And my, my, my thing is, why didn't they just write a text document and a, a scroll fell down, okay, off of the person that he killed, and he picks it up and is like, oh, what is this? And everyone's like, oh, this is so cool. And then he reads it. And then that blog post, instead of a blog post, it could have been in the game, right? Could have been in the game. It could have said the exact same thing it did, right? And, but instead of putting Bagel in the name, it could have said Guardian, right? And then it could have been all a trick because it didn't cure the Dreaming City, right? But that's fine. Just that little thing, okay, would have would have 
everyone would have been but like, nobody but nobody closed the loop nope nobody 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 cared enough nobody cared enough to close that loop right but but there's always right, a gamer got, out there. There's catchers. always a gamer out there that will push the limit every time. Of course. There's always somebody. Of course. There's, there's no way. Somebody. No one. There's no way someone's gonna do this solo. Challenge accepted. No one will ever beat this in under this time. Challenge accepted. No one will ever hit a thousand in the season. Challenge accepted. Like they're always every being, time. They'll always be every somebody. Time. They'll always be nobody, somebody. Nobody can solo a, a, a nightfall without firing a gun. Right. Right. Going right. going backwards like they, and only they do everything. Right. Going through the board backwards and only meleeing. Right. No one will ever do that. Someone did it. Right. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Someone's always nope. gonna step up to the plate and go challenge because accepted. That's, because that's what they do. That's They're what gamers, gamers do. Right. That's what gamers do. That's what do. they do. And if you don't give them something, they make one up. So if you want to know what the lore and stuff said, go watch Bife. Okay. We're we're not a lore channel here. So you go go watch Bife. I like promoting other people, right? Promote them because Come January, he will get demonetized ninety percent. So I hope not. Right? I'm worried for Bife myself. So I just wish Bungie. This is another ball they dropped, right? Like the potential that could have been, and all they had to do was a text document, and they could have done it. The last patch they put in, they could have done it two weeks prior. They could have put it in during Shadowkeep, just oh, in case. Way, just in way, case. Hey, listen. By the way, don't tell me for one minute that there's no statistical uh, spreadsheet that comes up. It says where everybody's at. They know exactly where, where everybody's at. They, they know where everybody is at all times. Okay, I just find it funny that they're like, "Oh, we'll put a blog post in our in our, our website later." And it's like, really? Like, that's it? That's like the code that they didn't put in for the for the forge, right? They're like, "Ah, uh, well, uh, here's the answer." It's like, what? What are you doing? Like, this would have been so. Like, obviously, the community had fun. And stuff, right? Watching the kid and glad helping him and doing all that, but that's self-made. That Bungie didn't do any of that. Bungie right. didn't do any of that. But if, but if Bungie was the catalyst to put the closing cherry on that Sunday, where the where the community went the distance to get the nine 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 and actually do it, and then the smallest effort ever of a text scroll coming down yeah. and saying that you succeeded in that with that's, an emblem or that's something. That's all you had to do. It's a missed opportunity. Could have gave him a shader. Could have gave him a, a, a title that no one else now, would get. Right, but think about think about if he did it and it, and something did happen, how many more people would be grinding for nine nine nine? Well, it wouldn't matter because he was the first to do it. So got it, but it's still it's right. still right. People but if there was something to do it right, now. if there was something there like a banner, uh, a shader, uh, a weapon, only he could get right. It doesn't even have to be an OP weapon; it could just be a shit weapon. But he's the only person to have that weapon, right? Right. Until someone else gets it, right? It then would be something. Then it becomes a remember when. Right. Now, then it becomes a remember when. Now, obviously, you don't want to play unhealthy amount of hours like he did to get there, well, right? You, well, you can't tell gamers not to play unhealthy right. hours. Right. They're going to do what they, they're, they're going to do, right? But At some the point, your roommate should say something. But the point, you know. the point is that they missed an opportunity, right? So right now, if I was Luke Smith and Bungie, and I sat at the, at the, at the table the next morning, I would have been like, Guys, who dropped the ball? Who dropped guys, the ball? Guys, on that one? we missed an opportunity here to get the community behind us, right? They would have been so cool. One, if they had a cutscene or something, but obviously they, they they don't have the budget for that, right? Because they would have to charge more microtransactions for that stuff. They can't bring the voice actor in to do the go the ghost to say something because that costs more money, and we don't want microtransactions to pay for that, right? We don't have time for that. You can get so, right? so, somebody in that office has a decent voice, right? They could have literally somebody, picked somebody in that they office has got a decent voice. Could have picked anybody, anybody. Bife, 
They could have called Bife up and said, hey, Bife. He, he would have done it for free. Exactly. Bife loves that he shit. He would have done it if for free. If Bife would have been part of his own lore, like, come on. Right. He would have done that for free. Right. Could have been anything, right? Could have done anything, and yet they did nothing, right? It's like when we were kids, Sarge, when we played, like, we played, like, sports games and different things, and how do we make it better? We made our own fun by making tournaments and different things because that didn't exist then, right? It wasn't in the game to make tournaments and stuff like that. We made our own fun with the game. Basically, the community made their own fun with the game, and Bungie didn't have to do anything, right? And that's the thing. That's the whole reason I brought this up, right? Bungie does the least amount as possible, right? They're like, what can we do for this? How about we do a blog? Yeah, that sounds good, right? That's now lore, right? A, a blog post in the thing is now canon inside the world of Destiny that they responded to. Like, the queen has text message, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he, like the queen or the, the, whatever the boss was wrote a text message to Bagel himself through, through, through technology because the hive know how to use text, right? And wrote him a personal letter. Okay, to him, and that's canon now. And I, I'm just, I just think this is stupid. I think it's stupid based on the game company not knowing where the player base was with the numbers, and the text document could have been definitely in the game, and they could have put it in in Shadowkeep going, just in case if someone hits 999 this season. And if they don't hit it this season, it's cool. It's in the files. If they hit it next season, it'll still be there, right? Whenever they hit it, by accident or on purpose, it'll be in there as a text document, a scroll that pops up. And that's all they had to do. They didn't have to change the Dreaming City. They didn't have to drop anything. They could have done anything, and yet they did nothing. And everyone's like, oh, it was so cool. It was so amazing. The kid hit it that they... And it's like, Bungie didn't do any of that. But then people that love Bungie will be like, they did because they made the game. And if it wasn't for the game, it wouldn't have brought the people together. And it's like, no. No, you're stretching. You're stretching. All right. Anyway. Let's do the hot fix real fast. The new Pinnacle Power System is a grind only most dedicated Destiny players are. The Guardian reaches 950, the max most items. Pinnacle drops are the only gear that items that can be pushed them past the point. Pinnacle drops only come from Destiny 2's most relevant activities and defeating the raid or completing the holiday event. The previously only dropped from one point higher than the average for 951. In order to start getting 952 drops, you had to go and have all 951 gear uh, and led to the lucky lucky base uh, frustration of your RNG role, right? Like you had to get to everything and you could be stuck there. So the new changes bumps up the average and adding the two points to per pinnacle. Uh, now players should start seeing 952 items once they have four uh, 951 pieces. Players should run into the same issue for just missing one heavy weapon or a good pair of boots. Bungie also adjusted the drop rate for the two season pass weapons, um, <clears throat> the auto rifle and the, and the claws machine gun. Uh, instead of only dropping rarely in strikes, crucible matches and gambit matches, both guns have a chance to drop from the Vex offensive seasonal activity. And this should be this should make them getting a great roll or these weapons even much easier before they go away in December. So we can go grind for that. So yeah, so they made little changes and stuff like that. <clears throat> so now you can actually get the pinnacle weapons and actually move your pinnacle level up. Which you still you still have to get one in each slot though. No. No, you can only now if you get you only have to get four pieces now instead of eight. Now, now it's cut in half, so it'll be two points. So if I get a oh, machine so, okay. gun, okay, so it'll be. A, but I thought you just said that some will drop it plus one and some will drop it plus two, but you still need to fill all the spaces. It says these changes bumps it, the average not, up. Does it not matter as long as the average goes up by that number? You're still good. Four pieces at four pieces at nine fifty two makes you nine fifty two. It says here this is, and I'm reading this from uh, uh, Polygon. So uh, it says. 
The new change bumps the average up by adding two points per pinnacle. Now players should start seeing 952 items once they have four 951 pieces. So wait a minute. So you have to go find three other pinnacle weapons at 951, and then they'll start dropping. <clears throat> but, that, at but, that's what I'm, but, but that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not sure of the verbiage. We don't we don't know for a fact yet because it just the patch went through today. Give it till the weekend's over, and somebody will figure oh, it people out. People already have it done. Chat. What what's the answer? The chat would have to know the answer by now if you're a Destiny player. I'm not saying you're not it's, saying it's the been answer out since automatically. No, no, it's been out since noon. <laughs> Everyone's already got their pinnacle weapons for today, right? I'm just letting you know, right? That somebody oh, some out, somebody out there has already figured this out. So if you have the way this is worded, it says that you have to have four nine fifty one pieces before nine fifty two start dropping. Is that is that true or false to anybody that's played so far, or did you already get a nine fifty two drop from one pinnacle gear that you've played? Anybody, anybody, Bueller, Bueller. I'm nine fifty and turned in an Iron Banner bounty and got a nine fifty two helmet. Boom. There you go. Thank you very much. So it doesn't have to. It doesn't go up by nine fifty one. It could go up by, by two points. It's two points. So nine fifty two. Anybody that has nine fifty one, like right now, I have a nine fifty one. Now I'm gonna have five points, right? So the nine fifty two is a drop. I need four, and I'm always gonna have that one extra one because it's 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 an offset one because I got one pinnacle beforehand, right? <clears throat> I would have to get three other ones, whatever. It's gonna be. I'll just delete it. I'm just gonna fucking delete it and then just. No, don't. It still pinnacle. counts for the average. No, no, I, I get it. I get it. You don't gotta delete it. It'll, you worked hard to it, get the damn thing. No, I really didn't work that hard. Um, so that's that's the that's the fix in in, in Destiny. All right. So next next topic. Oh, for fuck's sake! I did not click on that. There's ads all over the place. Can I just can I just pick the thing I wanted, please? All right. So we wanted that. We did that. Um, Diablo. Oh, BlizzCon. Let's talk about BlizzCon. All right. BlizzCon came out. And they're really not not much. There was there was people protesting outside. We thought that would happen and stuff. Uh, what I want to talk about is the CEO coming out, and he he did his speech. I'm not going to call it apology, because, an apology because it wasn't an apology, right? An apology you actually have to admit what you did wrong, and then acknowledge that, and, and then, then apologize. and then apologize for what you did. He didn't do any of that. He just spoke the word and was like, eh. Yeah, waiting for applause. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So that was the that was the thing. He came out, did the impromptu speech, make everything go over. Beforehand, I said that they had to show Diablo 4, right? And Tally said they had they were gonna show a trailer, which they did. But I also said they, they have to show gameplay, which they did. Right. So But we don't know we don't know that's gonna be the actual Diablo. Right. That could be that could be anything. That could be from the mobile. That, honestly. That could be Mobile HDR, as uh, right. first you know, said in my channel. Uh, honest to God, guys, that, that could be mobile. That whole thing that we no, watched could have no, been mobile. No, no, it's it's not. They they played it at BlizzCon. I mean, I guess it could be, but they played it out there and they said it looks great. It they, it feels great, uh, and they're excited for when it comes out. That's the people that were on the floor that played it. That's still that's still two years out. It, it could be two years out, right? They they didn't mention when it's coming out, right? Uh, they also announced Overwatch Two. Tally, are you here? Okay. 2021 is that is that you're guessing right 2021 no no that's what they said they didn't give a date they didn't no, give they anything didn't give a date they gave the year did they give a year i didn't even think they gave a year it's two years out okay so 2021 okay so <clears throat> i have a question overwatch 2 okay there's a bunch of stuff i should probably go to their website 
Is it just Overwatch? Overwatch 2 is meant for a single-player experience, but the maps go over into Overwatch 1, is from what I understand. So the multiplayer part of it goes over. So the only people that want to really buy Overwatch 2 is people who are looking for the single-player experience. I just Otherwise, want, you don't have to. I just want to know, okay, so explore Overwatch 2. Reunite and stand together in the new age of heroes. Overwatch 2 builds on an award-winning foundation, epic competitive play, and challenges the world's heroes to team up and power up and take the overwhelming outbreak threats around the globe. Okay, it's got uh, co-op missions. Okay, power up and save the world. Action-packed story missions. Play the active role of the next chapter of Overwatch Saga through the series of intense four-player missions. Fight back against the Null Sector. Uncover the motives behind the atomic attacks and confront the rising. So there's replayable hero missions, which I think is cool. Battle continues with hero missions as escalating crisis breaks out around the world and encounter every changing array of scenarios. And then there's new factions are here. Okay, so there's a whole new faction that they have. They have a co-op. Uh, let me see what else they have here. They have a new look, so they've... I guess I could bring this up here. Let me bring this up on the, on, the, on the screen. So they have the Overwatch. They have a change the visual looks. Here's what they look like. Look at that. See the, see the, see the new and the old? I can't tell which, which, which one's the new one and which one's the old one, huh? Can you guys tell? Can you, got, can you guys tell? Overwatch 1, Overwatch 2. Overwatch 1. It's, it's nice to know that Lucio got his hair like settled down. He's using better conditioner. And it's, like, really, really, like, laying down nicely now. The humidity must be out of it. Um, yeah, it's a completely new UI. It looks good. It looks good. I'm being facetious. That, that I wish I could zoom in on this character. Because uh, what, they, what they showed, it looks really cool. Now, I liked Overwatch when I played it, right? I liked Overwatch when I played it. Uh, I said from day one I, when I played Overwatch, I was like, man, it would be cool if they had some single-player stuff with, uh, with lore to for the backstory of each of the characters and that's what they're doing and i think that's that's fantastic right the animation alone i would i would i would want a series what, what's that watch yourself let me watch myself i'll say whatever i want about whatever i want look at may she looks good i like the uh, little costumes they have all right so that's that uh we got uh team versus team <coughs> Okay, so you have, a, you have a new map type, uh, a push, and you have an ever-evolving multiplayer. Okay, bigger worlds, new faces. So they've, they've changed a bunch of stuff. They made Toronto, and uh, they've redone some of the stuff there. What were you going to say, Sarge? Nope. No? Uh, so there, there is going to be a, uh, what is that, a story? There's story missions, okay? So right now it's Overwatch established, then they have the fall of Overwatch, the recall, and then there's Overwatch 2. So that's basically um, what we're what we're progressing towards. There's going to be uh, skill points that you can put towards each person, right? Which I, I like. Okay, so you can upgrade your characters and unlock stuff. I I really like how they said that they're going to. Uh, these are the main characters they're doing um, in the beginning. So um, where's this co-op missions? So these are the stories and stuff that they. Where the fuck is it? These are the stories that they were going to do. There's a new look. So these characters will have stories when they first come out, and then they'll add more stories uh, and stuff down the road. So is that, is that is that what you talked about from the very beginning of Overwatch? From the very beginning, I was like, yeah, I would, I would pay. I said I would pay DLC if they sold them in like three packs or four packs of of characters and yeah. and, and and do it. So I'm assuming I don't know this, but Overwatch is going to be a standalone price, right? I'm assuming you have to buy Overwatch two 
to con- continue. But if you don't buy Overwatch 2, you're still going to be playing with people in Overwatch 1. It's a crossover, if I'm not mistaken. And everything that you bought, as far as cosmetics and everything like that, will also come with you to Overwatch 2, so you're not missing out. Which... I applaud them to doing that because I always said that. I was like, what about all the stuff? That's one of the reasons I hate buying microtransactions, right? That's one of the reasons I hated buying microtransactions or maximum transactions in the past because I'm like, why would I buy stuff in Destiny 1 when I, when Destiny 2 comes out? It's not going to come across, right? And other people will be like, well, that's just the way it works. Well, no, now it's changed, right? Like Blizzard said, no, we're you can bring all your stuff over, right? So, so you're going to pay for Overwatch 2, which then you get the single-player stuff. You get the... What is, what is the system they call, Tally, when you're, you're putting the point system into your character? I forget they um, – perks? Was it perks? I, I forget what they said. Um, so I think that's cool. I think if, if Blizzard can do it, there's hope, right? Because now if Destiny 2 ends and Destiny 3 comes, I better take all my stuff over with me. I better not get blown up again where I'm, I'm missing everything. You know what I mean? So hopefully that carries over uh, industry-wide. When you're making sequels and stuff like that, like Division One, Division Two, all your yeah, stuff would come it, over. That would, that would depend. Well, if if a company that doesn't, if a company doesn't do it, then they look at it and go, "Well, Blizzard does it, right?" Just like crossplay, you're like, "Well, Fortnite can do crossplay. Why can't you?" That's that's the way they do it, right? So depends. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but here's here's the bad part. It's Activision Blizzard, and I really don't want to support them right now. So when the game comes out, I probably won't get it. Right? Right off the bat. But I am interested in those single-player missions. I am interested in the story missions and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I'm not boycotting them. I'm not going on an official boycott of them. I just, you know, like, uh, I'll wait to see what it is before I I purchase it. I'm not going to purchase it off off the front. I'll wait till Tally plays it and tells me how it is because I know she's going to buy it right away. Um, I mean, Bungie uh, made cross-save, so why doesn't every game have that? Well, exactly. When you see one remember, game do it. Remember that cross-save was impossible, right? You remember every time they tell you the lie to your face for years on end that we can't do it, cross-save is impossible. Uh, but then, you, of course, you forget about it when someone says that you can do cross-save. You don't remember you were lied to for the last three years. Right. right? We can't do it. It's impossible. It's too big. It's too All big. of a sudden, it happens. Uh, the inventory can't be ext- extended because the, the game will crash. Inventory is bigger. It, they it's they say whatever it is to to keep everybody from stop asking the question over and over again until they find the solution, and then they solve it. it it's just the same story. So so Diablo is going to have a PvP <laughs> and also like an open world aspect of it, right? So there's going to be like communal areas, like world bosses that people can fight. Okay, and then there's you're also talking about, you're talking about Overwatch, right? No, no, I'm talking about Diablo now. So I'm not talking in, about Diablo. In, in Diablo, they're going to have PvP sections. They're going to have open world sections, and then they're going to shared, have shared sh- like shared world sections. Um, and of course, there's got to be a lot of maximum transactions in that game. That that game just screams maximum transactions, does not. So that's I, technically that should be the name: Diablo Four Maximum Transactions. That's coming soon to theaters near you. Um, is this the reveal trailer? Oh, that's the reveal trailer. I don't need to see that. I would like to see some gameplay. They showed little snippet snippets of it. Um, not really much to talk about. I mean, BlizzCon was just kind of like, eh, right? They they announced well, a lot of stuff. BlizzCon BlizzCon was a little eh because they didn't want to. They didn't want to. They, they had to do one thing. They had to announce everything that was coming out to try to get people back on their side, right? The issue was is that everything that they announced, that they tried to announce, nothing is coming out. 
until two years. Right. Nothing. Right. Nothing that they that they have going on is coming out at all. So shareholders weren't excited because there's nothing. There's no reason to buy stock, right. which is why the stock dropped a little bit because there's no reason to be there. Right. Gamers aren't really excited because you're telling me it's coming out, but we already knew it was coming out. So we're not excited about anything there. Well, right. right. Well, they announced and, and, and overshadow that is the fact of the the China thing right. and the 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 the. It's exactly yeah. it, Buckeye. Ex right. Exactly it, right? They they literally came out with Diablo Four and Overwatch Two to be like, hey, the China thing. Now, Jason Schreier came out and said they already had it planned that Diablo Four and Overwatch Two were going to be announced at this BlizzCon. Of course, it was because last year's BlizzCon was a clusterfuck. Was a clusterfuck. Okay, and they're like they announced a mobile game. They had to announce it. So. It just so happens that the China thing happened right before BlizzCon. Yes, these things were going to happen regardless. And Blizzard was just like thankful, like, oh, thank God we have Diablo 4. And thank God we have Overwatch 2 to announce this year because people will forget what happened with this thing, right? Uh, so that was just, you know, just perfect timing of the, of the disaster that happened, right? But it's still, it's using this stuff to blockade what's happening with the company, right? About what they did and the choices they made. And the CEO came out and then didn't apologize about anything. Yeah. So the, the way, the way he apologized, the same way a man who gets caught cheating apologizes. Right. He yeah. never mentions it. He never mentions yeah. it. Yeah. He you says know, he's kind of sorry, but not what he's sorry for. It was standard. Right. Right. So I find it, I find it a little weird. I find it a little weird that, the, that, that it's just a, yeah, you would think, I think if if the if the the China thing didn't happen, and they came out with BlizzCon this year, and they said Diablo Four and Overwatch Two, I think the mass population that wasn't at BlizzCon would be more excited. But because the thing that happened three weeks before happened, it kind of deflated what this is. Especially now, since we know nothing about it, we're not going to know anything about it till late next year, and then it'll probably not come out until late 2021, right? I would assume. Right, Overwatch. Are we sure it's not coming out until 2021? You would think they've been working on that thing for a bit, and it's coming out in like next year, 2020. You would think they're not going to have nothing coming out for two years. I mean, well, listen, man, that just seems well, strange. The, the, the world, the world of the world of Warcraft. Overwatch two, January, February next year, like in the, in like two months, four months. Okay. I hope so, because they can't have nothing until 2021. That's just absurd. That's just absurd. <clears throat> so, unless you want to play Overwatch PvE, they literally no reason to buy the game. Well, I'm interested in buying it. I actually said the very first day I played Overwatch, I said, man, this would be cool if this was PvE. I literally said that the first time I played it. I was like, this is going to be awesome with these characters in PvE. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about that. I would but, I would love. But it. Overwatch with PVE isn't that the other game that failed miserably? What was that game yes. called? No, they wanted. I forget what it was, but they had these characters in a in a. Uh, what was that other game? game? Two plus, you know that game we all played for a little bit that that just went down the toilet completely. Oh no, no, no. you're talking about Battleborn. Battleborn. No, no, no. It's right. not. It's not. That I, was PVE. That was PVE. That was class characters with PVE. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Delta. It's like it, it just seems like it would be. Like you're like you're playing these characters, you're like, man, this would be a cool world to play PvE in. Right. It sounds like it probably was at one point, but they decided to go multiplayer. Right. Look, PvE to me, I'm a PvE player. PvE always has 
I think you'll always get more money if you make PvE, and then you make DLCs for that PvE, you'll make more money than if you take a PvP person and then put fucking microtransactions in it. I mean, obviously, if you're charging microtransaction at maximum prices, you're going to make more money. But yeah, but didn't, don't, when you play, when you guys played Overwatch, honestly, when I played it the first couple times I played it with you guys, didn't it look like it was a bunch of it was a bunch of characters meant for a PVE adventure? Yes, no, originally but, it was supposed they, to but be. But they but they ran out of time and decided to turn to this battle supposedly, thing because it was easier. Supposedly it was supposed to be like an MMO type of game. It was supposed to be a MMO game with these characters in this world, and then they scrapped it and then they turned it into the the you know, the, the competitive one, right? So, <clears throat> yeah, there's they, they have tons of lore and everything uh, for these characters, so I'm, it's really cool. There is something that, um, I think I have one of the stories that talks about that they, they actually, yeah, okay. So, this says, Overwatch 2 slowed down development time for the first game. Overwatch 2 was one of the major announcements at BlizzCon 2019, and the big surprise news was that all the new characters, maps, and modes coming to the sequel would be, would also be added to the first Overwatch, uh, Jeff Kaplan said. He said that it was a difficult decision to make to, conven uh, to convince people on that it was ultimately the best choice for players. But it also meant in short term that Overwatch experience was perhaps been less fresh than it could have been. Speaking to Kotaku, uh, Kaplan opened up about the original game um, has seen fewer new seasonal events over time. Overwatch 2 was 100% the reason. Kaplan said, stating that the team was... Uh, pained because it could not craft interesting new seasonal events like I sit right next to you and one of the designers, a brilliant guy named Mike uh, Helberg. Uh, he says the ideas I wanted to do for the Halloween this year, and I'm like, I understand, Mike, but the focus is on the other thing right now, right? And the other thing was Overwatch 2, is, and it has to be done. Uh, and it's not clear when that will be. The original game will benefit, too, the fact that it can be uh, picked up again and be live service cadence where we had 100% focus and really exciting to me. So Overwatch 2, basically, they've been working on it under the breath for like two years, right? Two years they've been working on it, and that's why the seasonal events in Overwatch 1 were kind of like, eh, lackadaisical and stuff like that. I stopped playing Overwatch about a year and a half ago, right? It was, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, but it's before I came over to Mixer. I played it one more time before I, I moved over to Mixer for, on Twitch, and I never played it again. I just like, eh, I like the junk, the, the, the Halloween event they had, um... I thought that was cool, and that, that even supported my my theory even more. I was like, hey, this would be great as a PvE. So I like it. I like it. I think this is the way they should go. Now, I hope they don't do I, – I hope they sell it as DLC. I don't want – personally, I don't want to see maximum transactions for the PvE side. Okay? If you, I want to unlock stuff in the game by doing story missions or getting characters to certain levels or – just give me DLC content for the characters. That's how, how many, you, how many that you make your money. How many characters are there? Oh, there's like 30, isn't there? There's like That's 30 characters. There's like 30 characters That's, now, isn't there, Tally? Are, are they all are they all worthwhile? Is is a diversity is a diversity good enough to have that many characters? I mean, some are bad guys, like villains, so I don't think that they would be more in the story. But as far as like the good guys, 31. There you go. 31. Now think about that's that. A, that's a lot. Think about that. You know, do you know how many DLCs you can make of, of different kind of stories? If you made four people, four pack, right? You make a four pack of the of the of the heroes and sell it for twenty bucks. Five bucks per person, basically, right? And it's like a two to four hour campaign per per character, right? Of story. That'd be amazing. I would pay fifteen to twenty dollars for that for the for the expansion every time. Right? And then you times that. 
He times that four people put five people that that'd be fantastic if they did something like that. That's the way you can make money, right? Every like three, three, three minutes or three minutes, every three months you come out with a, with a, a pack of people and then boom, right? Like one character, I think you could pay $5 for, right? And then you could pick and choose. So there's no bundles. You'd be like, I want to play Widowmaker. I want to know Widowmaker's story. Six hours of story for Widowmaker. Boom. Five bucks. Right? Dollar an hour. Dollar an hour. Whatever it is. I think it'd be cool if they did that way. So, <clears throat> let's go to the next story. It's pretty positive here, chat. Pretty positive. We only talked about... Um, I, want, I want to talk about time. I, we, we have time. I want to talk about this game now. We're going to talk about this game right now. Okay? I want to show this video. We showed this on stream the other day. And... Uh, this is by Crystal Dynamics. This is uh, the Avenger game that's coming out, okay, next year, May 14th, May 15th, three days after my birthday, okay? I'm, I'm going to get this because I'm a Marvel fan. Even if it's like Destiny and it's shit at the beginning, I'm probably going to get it because I'm a Marvel fan. I like Marvel. This is what it is. So listen up. This is the, uh, the Avengers game that's coming out next year. Marvel's Avengers is a third-person action-adventure game don't talk, Sarge, because your volume is connected to theirs. Where you play as your favorite Avengers. The story starts on A-Day at the opening celebration of the Avengers West Coast headquarters in the reveal of the team's new Terrigen Crystal Reactor. But after being blamed for a disastrous explosion that leaves San Francisco in ruins, the Avengers are forced to disband due to public backlash and government pressure. In their absence, a new organization rises vowing to protect the world, Advanced Idea Mechanics, otherwise known as AIM. Five years later, the world is a very different place. In their pursuit of a safer future through science, AIM has replaced superhumans with their advanced synthoid AI. But under the surface, the signs of a conspiracy against heroes begins to unfold. With all superheroes outlawed, an Avengers fangirl from New Jersey named Kamala Khan embarks on a quest to prove her hero's innocence and become who she was destined to be. Kamala plays an essential role as the catalyst to reassemble the team with her unique perspective and incredible powers. Only together can the Avengers overcome the dangers in this new world. You'll start by establishing a base of operations in a decommissioned helicarrier, which gets upgraded throughout the story. You can customize your heroes to play solo or assemble online with your friends, defending Earth from ever-escalating threats. Each of the heroes has tons of outfits, inspired by over 80 years of Marvel history, as well as original new ones. As you play, you'll earn and unlock gear. Equip different gear pieces to customize your playstyle and become even more powerful. Power up gear by unlocking perks, which will change the way you play the game. Unlock skills and abilities as you earn experience and build your heroes to fit your playstyle. Using the War Table, you can launch into two different types of missions. Hero missions are the single-player campaign experiences showcasing specific heroes. And Warzone missions, which are played solo or online with up to a total of four players. All missions drive the narrative forward, and all of your heroes' progress is shared across the entire game. Assemble the Avengers and rebuild the team to be Earth's mightiest heroes once again. 
All right, listen, that's that's a very ambitious trailer. Very ambitious. Sorry, I'm muted. Um, I when you said it was ambitious, I said that this is the meat and potatoes of the game, right? What they just showed us is exactly what I wanted to know about this game from the very start, right? Because I asked these questions. I was like, how do you upgrade? What do you do? What's the missions and stuff? So it What's looks, the cosmetics? It looks, it looks cure-oriented. Now, the, the, the questions I have is you <clears throat> think, think about the complexity of what we're talking about. I'll just do two characters, okay? <clears throat> Let's talk about Iron Man real quick. So I saw the gear that he had on, right? There's different classifications of the gear, or the helmet, chest piece, whatever, and it was assigned a number. Yeah, I can see and it. it was also it was also assigned a power, right? So maybe in the the um, the Iron Man section of it, that those pieces do him specific abilities or specific powers for that gear. He doesn't get all his powers. He only gets the powers of whatever the gear has on. I'm guessing. I'm looking and reading. Okay, now if I do a swap and I say, okay, now we're talking about Incredible Hulk, right? Where he's just melee. There's no, there's no uh, range attacks, no projectiles, right? But Hulk's got the craziness of the long jumps, right. the super slams, and that kind of thing. So what gear sets would Hulk have? Because it's not like he's putting armor on. It's a skin type of thing. Right. So. What are the gear pieces for Hulk that lets Hulk do the Hulk things? Right. Now, thinking about that, now you have different characters that have different gear for themselves. That's very complex. Not the same as putting a helmet on a warlock or a fucking titan. Right. Okay? That, that assigns the number and has a perk. Now I'm talking about a Generation 1 armor, not Generation 2 armor. Right? Right, right. Before the mods. So very ambitious like i like it if i was completely if i if i had not known about destiny at all i would be completely enamored with this and say this is the shit right here however i've lived through five years of destiny right and the complexities surrounding what it takes to balance a game like that and i'm looking so, at this now <clears throat> and i'm thinking wow what is what is the central core of this game so what I'm looking at here, and this is this is what Sarge is talking about. You can see up in the top corner here um, on your screen, it says melee. Uh, you guys can see my mouse moving up there, right? So there's melee. It says 427, range 379, defense 3292, and heroic 409. This is almost if you guys ever played um, uh, Marvel Alliance, right? The old Marvel Alliance, like you had characters there, and you would find gear in that game, and then you would add it to your character, and it would give you more power, but yet your guy would never change. It's the exact same system, right? It's the exact same system as that. Now, you bring up a good point, Sarge. Like, what is Hulk going to have here? Is he going to have a fist? Like, what is he going to have to make the Hulk stronger? Iron Man makes sense, right? He's got a core. He's got a, he's got a coil. He's got a chest piece. He's got a reactor. He's got things that he can add to his system. So we really don't know what that's going to be for the Hulk. But what I do see here is... If you look at the very bottom right here, I can't scroll down there because at the very bottom, there's a whole bunch of, stats. of material. No, no, they're materials. Okay? It's material because if you look right here, 
right underneath the 22 gear power where it says uh, brazen, okay, and chance of this, it says resource required. It says isotope. And it says he's got six, he's got 202, and he needs 60 to upgrade whatever that, that he's on, okay? Now, if I go down here, the third one in is the isotope. Okay, the isotope is right there, and he's got 202 of it. So these are all resources that you get from what? From different places around the world. Because on the map, if, right. you, if you go back to the map uh, segment here, they show the United States, they show the world. Oh, where is it? No, nope, come on now. Nope, almost. Okay, so they show like the a northern part and the southern part, uh, you know, America's Southwest, Northwest Wildlands. There's a helicarrier on the corner there. There's another one underneath the, the thing that you can't see. And when you click on one, it, it actually says, like, they're clicking on the one that says five. I don't know if that's the power gear level. I'm, I don't know if that's – oh, no, it's available missions. It says it right there. Missions, five available. Up on the top one, it's got 11 missions available, right? The helicarrier's got three missions available. And then it's got these little these little signs underneath, whatever that means. I don't – you know, we don't know what any of that means yet. So – once you click on it, then you click on it, and look, there's five missions, right? There's five missions actually there. Here, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let this play a little bit, right? So there's five, four. It actually looks like there's six. So that's, that's at the helicarrier there. That's the helicarrier. One more time. Okay, so let, let's let's talk about that just briefly. So maybe, uh, once again, just spitballing, maybe there's only like ten abilities for each guy, but each of those abilities can be upgraded over time to do different things. And that's why you need the materials, which would make this a material farm game, not a gun loot game. Right. Well, right. right. So you have, you're using materials to upgrade the gear. Now we don't know if everybody's different. I, Is I'm everybody a, going for different things? Well, in this, in you this, know, that's, this is why it, this is why it becomes very, very complicated. And what is the meat and potato here in this, in this part, you look over on the far side here. You see this uh, on the far right. It says artifacts. So there's artifacts that you can add, and you can unlock one later down the road. It, the first one's unlocked. The second one is locked. Okay. It's got two different currencies up on the top. You got like the Avengers currency, which I'm assuming is the maximum transaction currency. Okay. And then you have the in-game currency, which looks like the shield logo, which is fifteen thousand six hundred. And the other one looks at like the Avenger coin or whatever. Um. So you're going to be able to buy, obviously, and I said this from day one when they first announced it. I said they're going to be selling cosmetic items, right? Like sure. Iron Man uh, from issue like 110 or uh, Wolverine's first costume when he before he was an X-Men. You know what I mean? Like what whatever it is, they're going to be selling it. Now watch the video. He actually upgrades something here. He upgrades the uh, bottom part here. It goes to this purple. I don't think he upgrades it or he, he, he buys it. It says – What's that bottom perk? I can't see what that bot unleashed perk. Unleashed perk. He clicked on it and it switched and it had two two different currencies on it. Okay, the resources. He clicks on it. Oh, come on. He clicks on it. Uh, I can't get it. Yeah, and he he unleashes it and now it has two things. Like the blue one only has one resource and the purple I one see, has two I resources. I see stackable I see stackable perks. So rewind that again. Yeah. Between the blue one and this purple one, look what read read the bottom. It's an unlock perk and then a perk that stacks. Okay, so it's interesting. See, enter yeah. low health to gain health burst, chance of taking damage to gain temporary defense. That's a that's a that's a persistent, but it's, you have to unlock it. But you don't know when that is. And then notice notice gear perks in the middle, right? And there's there's five stars there. 
So maybe at a certain level. And then look, the right. term, those same terms are in the damn gear gear lock. That says resilience. Right. See, now my question is, how many pieces of gear equal up that? Because if resistance is resistance and your defense score is 3292, you can't have resistance worth value three. There's got to be a different value somewhere. Yeah, and it's weird because if you look at the bottom here, it says gear power 23, but then up on top it says 38 power. Like I and then it says level five. There's a lot of things going on here. Right. To 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 worry. Now, Teddy, you brought up endgame. Here's the thing: the difference between this Marvel game and Anthem and Division and Destiny, it's Marvel. Right? So Marvel, the endgame, I don't think you can go into this game going, well, I'm going for gear and I'm going for certain things. What you're doing is you're leveling up your character. So your character keeps getting higher and higher level. So like Marvel Alliance, I can have a super OP character up until a maximum power. And then once you're done with that character and you have, let's say purple is the max. Maybe there is no exotics, right? Maybe purple is legendary and that's <clears> the highest. So let's say you get all legendary gear. You have the gear that you want on your character. Then you have what you want because there's also perks, right? You, the next the next section over here, you, you have... You have different skills, right? Different skills and different perks and stuff to put on, right? So that's going to be unlocking all that stuff. Once you're done with that character, now you have another character. In Destiny, you're going for guns and weapons and loot for three characters. You're going for your Hunter, Warlock, and Titan. In here, they can literally add more characters. And they said all characters and all missions and stuff, add-ons are free because they're going to be charging microtransactions, maximum transactions, for these things right here when you look at this screen, okay? You see all these Iron Man, okay? Like, all of them. It says, visual cosmetic appearance items that changes a hero's outfit once equipped. That's all it does, right? And you can see what else is there. Emotes, nameplates, okay? Everything that's an appearance is going to cost you minimum 5 to $20, all depending on what you're, what, what you're doing, right? That's exactly what it is, okay? That's their microtransactions right up front. I think they could do it this way, to be honest with you. You bring these costs down, and you charge every time you come out with a... Just like Overwatch we were talking about, right? Five heroes, you charge another $20. Every month, you can come out with five new heroes, right? They literally have thousands, thousands of Marvel characters that they can use, right? I know most of them are garbage, Right, that you don't like or weren't popular. Yeah, but there's there's still a good they 60, still have, 70 characters. They, they still have Come a good on, 100, 150 characters that you like. That you're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll play that character. And to grind that, right? To grind that. And when a new content comes out, maybe Iron Man goes into a higher level area. You're like, well, I don't have. A, I want to use my Iron Man in that level. I can't use him in that level yet. I got to get him up a, up a, up a level, right? Because when I play with Sarge, we can't have two Iron Man. Right, so I'm gonna bring my whole. Yeah, this is my question. Right. This is my question right away. Is the server the server that exists? I'm no. This is just this is speculation. The server that exists only allows one of each type of hero type in there, so you can't have two Iron Man flying around. Otherwise, what are we talking about? A whole army of Iron Man attacking the one guy, or does it let in one at a time? You see what I'm saying? Like well, this is there's a difference. This is the kind of thing that I'm th I'm 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 weighing out in my head. They haven't shown gameplay yet for co-op, right? They said you can go four-player co-op, and they said that you won't be able. And I saw an interview where they said you won't be able to be two Hulks in the in the match, right? Like if I join you on a mission, 
and I bring other people in. You can play your game. You can come into my game. All your all your progression continues. They said it doesn't matter where right. you're playing. But you say to your friend, well, "Who are you trying to level up?" Because right. I'm trying to level up right. this guy. You're, I, I, you're not going to be able to hang out with me. Do you have, do you have somebody who's lower you want to level up? Grab them, bring them in, type of thing. Right now, I will now throw the hand grenade. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. This is all talked about heroes. This is all heroes. Yep. How many villains are there? There is five villains for at least every hero that's out there. Well, we know so we know how many unlimited villains you could do with unlimited villain stories you could do as well. Well, I don't think the villains are going to be playable characters where you can fight yet. I'm sure that's down the road, down the line, because right. like Taskmaster is one of the villains that you fight in the in the in the game, right? No, completely understand that. But think of all the boss fights oh, you can have. Oh yeah, because there's at least five villains, at least five villains for every one oh, hero there is. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it'd be cool if um if they if they do this. And stories keep coming out, and the co-op—it's just endless. Like, you're you're not playing the game. It's not a it's not a looter shooter, right? It's a. It's you're a, in the comic book, right? That's what it is, you're, right? Right. You're, you're not you're not you're not searching for you're not searching for the guns. You're you're powering up your character, but the the progression is right. Where am I in the story with my guy? Right. Right. So I I think that's that's the that's the loop, and I think that is there's already backstory. There's already hundreds. Of 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 ye- not hundreds of years, decades. Plus, There's 80 years. 80 years, 80 years yeah. of 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 lore and content with these characters, right? <clears throat> I just I just cannot get hyped anymore for a game and have to be we burned are, to out. We are right with you there, Teddy. Years. I'm going to wait Teddy. at least a month to grab this. Teddy, we absolutely, are with you a hundred percent. Absolutely understand. Hundred percent. I'm looking at this for all the games that I've played and all the things I've known. I know that this game is not Destiny, but Okay, it's taking things from Destiny, right? Like, there's so many things here from Destiny. This gameplay that you're watching, when you see like the um, like this this movement, that's single player campaign. So when they do like the uh, cinematic stuff and the the transitions, and when they're doing other things, that's the campaign. When you're playing co-op, it's going to be much different because you're not going to have these like quick time events and stuff like that, right? I mean, I guess you could. I don't know how they would do that in the instance, but. I'm excited. Think think of the variables needed here, bro. Think of all the variables needed into the storytelling in between between the two different characters. What's going on with your character and your game? What's going on in the show? Dude, the variables are making my head hurt just thinking about it. The the theory is sound, but the practicality of what they have to do to make this work correctly is making my head hurt. I I think, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And you know me, I get I, I'm pretty cynical, grumpy old grumpy old thirty here. I, I'm excited for this because it's Marvel, right? Like I said, many years ago when Destiny came out, I said, if you take Destiny as is right now, and I, this was at Destiny one time, I said, and you made it a Transformers game, if you made it a Star Wars game, if you made it a Marvel's game, I said it'd be a completely different beast because there's so much lore and so much stuff behind it, and people already know the characters. They already know the story. We're not being yes. lifted on the, on a cliffhanger every single time a story comes out. We, yes. we know what it is. And here's the, here's the best part. The best part is whether or not this does as well as you think it will do, it will make Destiny have to work harder. Right. Right. Because Destiny's not by himself anymore. If this game comes out and does the exact same as Destiny, I'm done with Destiny. I'm telling you right now. If they do the exact same as Destiny where you're like, eh, it's a super beta, I'll take a Marvel super beta game like Destiny than destiny itself because i've had five years of destiny and i know it's going nowhere fast 
Okay, so I'd rather have a new game that's going to go nowhere fast, but love the characters that I'm playing because I know those characters, right? Like, more of a, there's more of a bond. Yeah, I they, got you. They, they've been in my life for my whole life, right? My whole life, I've been reading the comics and doing stuff. Let me let me let me show you let me show you some gameplay of the Hulk. Have you seen the gameplay of the Hulk? Okay. Yeah, I did actually. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Okay. That that right there, when when the Hulk smashed something in the uh, in the future, okay, like in the game, I was like, "This is amazing." Where where is this? Uh, where's the footage? Come on now. <clears throat> oh, I went to the Marvel one and not the uh, Crystal Dynamics. But this is but this is why I say this is why I say that I, I I agree with Teddy. I can't get super hyped, but the possibility of playing a Marvel character in the Marvel universe and be able to do the powers of that character. It gives me goosebumps. It does give me goosebumps. Like this is just a small, a small bit of the Hulk of the Hulk being the Hulk. Right? Like you're, you're the Hulk. You're going around and he picks up guys and he's like smashing them. And I understand this is like a, this is part of the campaign, man. This is part of the campaign. I look at this as like a like a dungeon or like a, a strike. You're on the bridge, right? You're doing a mission, uh, and you're and you're fighting the bad guys, right? He does all his special abilities and stuff. There's it, a thunderclap. It, it brings it brings a tear to my eye because I can be the Hulk, right? I'm I'm living my childhood in a video game. It's phenomenal, right? I have nothing to the hunter. I have nothing to the warlock or titan. It looks like this partial quick time event. Not not a quick time event, but a partial scripted event. Yeah, but because it's part of the campaign, right? Right, right. It's part of the campaign, so there's going to be a little because it makes it more cinematic. I get it. I right. get it. But they're almost seamless, right? It's seamless to go from the cinematic to the actual to the actual gameplay. And of course, they've changed the looks of them, right? They, I'm telling you, they're going to charge a shit ton of money. For the characters, and but you're gonna look at the cosmetic of it as you're buying a comic book. Like, what are comic books now? Ten bucks, fifteen bucks for a comic book? Uh, it's like three fifty-five dollars now for a comic, depending. No, it's much more. Than comics that. are in trouble. You know, graphic it's, novels. It's much higher, more. You haven't been in a comic book store in a while. It's like I, I have been in a comic book store. It's like store. ten, fifteen dollars for a comic. It is not ten, fifteen dollars for a comic book. <laughs> okay, you're out of your mind. No. I've been to, uh, I'm been to a comic store. Trust me. Maybe I was looking at the graphic novels then. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I said. Right? Look at Captain America. He looks like a schlub there in that in that outfit, but there's other outfits that you could buy. Of course he's going to look like a schlub because they want you to pay $20 for his actual outfit. What like what is it going to be between the difference between the cinematic story time telling and the shared world is what I'm concerned about as well. Well, I'm assuming like, you wouldn't be able to I guess you could play the campaign. Can you play the campaign through each of the characters? Are you going to go through all the characters? I I'm probably right. you probably can't play the shared world until you go through the campaign. I would guarantee Maybe. that. Right? Maybe, and then once you open it up, then you can go back and play all the the missions again with with your buddies and stuff. I can see that happening. Oh well, what what's the uh, well, let's let's go through this. What would be the what's the the restart thing? If like if you go down and you die, technically, is it a restart the level checkpoint system? You know what I mean? Like it's oh, that's a good question. I am. Um, you know? I'm assuming you would just go down and then reset and then start from a checkpoint. I would assume. I mean, the combinations of moves that I'm seeing are very complex. 
You see that? He, like, he punches the back of his shield. That's awesome. Right. Depending, like, depending on what, I guess, what gear you have dictates what kind of powers you can right. actually how use. Right, how much power you use, how much, how much, uh... Like, you probably can't do everything. Right, you gotta you pick only, and choose. You can only do ba based on whatever gear you put on gives you certain powers. Right. Right. And then I guess maybe the, the, the layers of the onion would be finding out which gear complements each other to do better combos. Look, they already they already gave they already gave it away that Captain America because in the story, you know, Captain America dies. They show a picture of him dying. But spoiler, bro. Spoiler. No, spoiler, come on. They they show it right here. Where is it? When they go through the uh oh, this is the wrong video. Um when they show the actual other video, they showed Captain America in a different outfit. I'm like, well, that that ruined it for me because you know he's coming back. He's not dead, right? He's gonna come back in some way, shape, or form. But I'm excited. I'm excited for the game. Now, I, I still want to know more, though. There's a lot There's a lot of information in those Here, Here's, in those, here's in my those first pictures. question. Here's my first question. Is it really 10 o'clock already? Holy shit. When, when did they start working on this game? I would assume about three, four years ago. I don't know. I, 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 what what, what uh, development studio is doing it? It's Crystal Dynamic. If they're if they if they are coming out in May, it's at least three years old. At least three years old. And it looks, I, I would say, more. I don't think they worked on it like Anthem. Where they said they worked on it for seven years and they only worked on it for six months, right. I, I just don't I don't see that happening. Wow, I can't believe we didn't even did we get through most of the stuff? Holy shit! I, I thank God we talked about this. Other one was just about the uh, about Red Dead Redemption and Disney Plus, so we made it through almost everything. I'm gonna see if I can look up and see if I get any information on Crystal Dynamics when they started this game. Oh, they're not gonna tell you that yet. They're not gonna tell you that. Well. Yet. Uh, by the by, the way, the looks of the graphics, Mike. That's that's at least four years ago, four or that's five I years. I said, I said four years. They've been working on it for at least four years. Hopefully, right. So, I'm excited for it, but at the same time, I'm keeping my arms reach out. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy it. I'm telling you right now, I'm not pre-ordering it. There is a pre-order bonus. You get something I'm for sure it, but uh, I'm not pre-ordering it. I'm just gonna buy it on day one, okay? And I'm gonna play it because if anything, just like I played Star Wars, I'm a Star Wars fan. Uh, and I enjoyed Star Wars Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2. If this game is exactly the same as Destiny from year one, Destiny, I'll be super ecstatic about it because I know the characters and I'm, I'm ready to dive into those characters. So I'll have to take myself off the podcast on Monday nights because I won't, I, won't, I won't be able to be on there anymore. I'll be like, nope, sorry, playing Marvel. I'm playing a game that actually uh, that I like. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, by the time that happens... They all might be playing Marvel because there might not be anything during the summer. The summer of Destiny. That's, that's true. That's true. Right. Not a lot happens during the summer in Destiny. Well, they have. We have season pass. There's a season pass. So uh, I get it. We'll I get season, it. We'll be in season. After, listen. 10, after an 10? after analyzing what is happening as far as the story is concerned, I still think they're painting themselves into a corner. I'm I'm worried about season nine. I'm worried about season nine. I I just think that by by the looks of what's happening right now, as far as artifact. Gear score, story-wise, I think they're painting themselves into a corner. Right. Buckeye, you're right. I don't play the game. Anyone that ever tells me that, I love that. It's like, you're right. I didn't get through 100, 100 levels in the season. I didn't get to 950. I didn't I didn't do any of that. I don't own a lot of the, the exotic weapons. I might only play a content once or twice, like, to go through, because I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't need the pinnacle gear. I don't need, I don't need that stuff. Um, yeah. So, that's it. It's... Let's, it, it, I won't say Destiny Killer. What I will say is this. No, 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 no. It makes me feel like I felt when Destiny was first announced what they were trying to do. Right. No, no. It's not going to kill Destiny in any way, shape, or form. 
No, it, but it'll, it will make, it, it'll kill it Destiny will, for me. No, it will. No, what it will do is make Destiny have to try harder. That's exactly what it would have to I, do. I hope. Well, it, one, it's 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 in third person. It's not first person. Doesn't one, matter. It's, it's not a shooter. Bro. It's not a shooter. It's, it's a it's a melee combat type of thing. It's still a com it's still competition, bro. It's still by the time by the time this game comes out, Anthem will literally be no more. It will be gone by yeah, next May. Anyone, <laughs> by, by the way, is anybody else blowing smoke up their own asses about Anthem coming back from the dead? I mean, you guys have to be really, really out to lunch if you guys think that Anthem's coming back. Right. Nothing's gonna kill Destiny. Destiny is is unkillable. The only thing I've always said this: the only thing that can kill Destiny is Bungie itself. Okay, by fucking it up so bad that the player base leaves to go play other games, right? Right. But no one is gonna make a game, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is the new, this is the new Destiny." That's that's not gonna happen. Anthony died two months. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what the last the last graphic lead graphic designer left, right? That was the last thing that happened. No, the the lead. You talking about Anthony? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the lead. The lead yeah. left. Like yeah. the guy that they said that they, it was in good hands. That guy left, and then he said. It's in good hands. And yet, and I'll say this, Paul Tassi tried to reach out to them, and he said that they won't even tell them who's in charge there anymore. Right? He wanted to write an article. and because there isn't anybody. In, there, there is nobody in charge There's there no right now. Right? Yeah. That's, that's uh, it's pretty scary. It's pretty scary. No, what it is, is they all are working on Dragon Age. Right. And they have to, they, because if Dragon Age fails, and by the way, everyone can mark this down on their calendar right now. When Dragon Age fails, because they still haven't learned any lessons yet, okay? That'd be exactly like Then that. it'll be the end of Bioware. Because yeah. EA, yeah. EA will then cannibalize Bioware, and that'll be the end of Bioware. So here, here, here's, another, here's another thing. Uh, chat, when do you think that Modern Warfare will come out with their uh, microtransactions? Do you think th this year? Or do you think they'll wait till next year? Because there's no microtransaction in it right now. Do you, do you, do you, Christmas time. Delta says Christmas time. I think oh, for which game? For which game? For Modern Warfare, the new the new Call of Duty. That came oh, out. one month. Ted Ted's got it. About a month out. One month. Okay. After after you can't return it. Right. Right. After you can't return the game. I think I, I think they'll do it like just around Christmas time or maybe just after because it'll it'll go on sale. It'll be in some bundles. People will buy it. People will get the whole thing, and and then they'll 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 submit it. If if Modern Warfare goes on sale, okay. If Modern Warfare goes on sale, I guarantee you there'll be microtransactions that shortly follow that. Maximum transactions, and that is episode one ninety one Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I do appreciate you guys coming out, hanging out, and watching to support us. If you'd like to support us, you can scroll down. And it says support podcast right there. That goes to our anchor, uh, anchor site, uh, which is our audio format of this. If you've missed any of this, you can watch it later on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. If you would like to put it in your ear holes later on, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anchor.fm and a bunch of other platforms out there. Uh, make sure you leave reviews. If you're listening to it on iTunes, leave a review. Good or bad. Doesn't matter. Need to leave a review. Uh, on YouTube, likes, share it, do a whole bunch of stuff. Follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey. Follow me on 30 and Still Gaming. Follow the show at Jen underscore, Jen underscore X underscore Gaming. And that is it. Um, next week's not Thanksgiving. Is that two weeks, three weeks? We'll be back next week.
right? I know Thanksgiving we're off. That's on a Thursday, and we're not doing a show on Thursday. So there's like another two episodes this month, and then uh, and then it's Thanksgiving, and then we'll do three more. I think in December. So that actually, this this is the first week already, bro. I'm pretty sure Thanksgiving is the week. Is it not two weeks? No, no, this is, is it? This is the seventh, right? Where where are we? Right, the seventh. We got we got we got time. We got time. Yeah, two weeks. We got two we weeks. got we got another we got another six episodes this year. We got the 14th and the 21st. Then we got the fifth, the twelfth, and the nineteenth, and then we won't be back until the new year, um, for that. So another six episodes. So we'll be at the end of this season of season five. We'll be at uh, episode one ninety six, right? One ninety seven. One ninety seven. So we'll be three shy of two hundred. We might do something. We might do something special uh, for for it. Who knows? Who knows? I'll, if, I'll I'll be I'll be positive the whole episode. If you're new in if you're new in Mixer. Right now, go hit that follow button. We are so close for hitting 2,000 followers on Mixer. Uh, I think we're at 1992, which was also another good year. Uh, we're in the we're in the 80s and 90s right now. 92 was a great year. So uh, make sure make sure you hit that follow button, uh, retweet, share it. We need to get to 2,000 over 2,000 uh, so I can apply for partnership on Mixer. Looking forward to it. Uh, the show's over, but the stream's not. We're going to be playing some Destiny. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll see you guys in a few. Thanks for watching, and see you on the next one. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.